0: This week on Nintendo Main, we have guest Smashing Theory here, and we're going to get into the Nindie Showcase.
1: I
2: finally visited Wargroove's roots,
1: and I was just about to buy an Xbox.
0: To Nintendo Main episode one sixty-three. We are your hosts. I'm Trey collecting the Chrono Scepter Johnson.
2: I'm Jeremy. Jar and Mac Returns, Mikowski.
0: I'm John, talking banana Mitter. <laughs> and this week we have special guests, smashing theory. What's up, guys? Hey. Do you Hi. have do you have Welcome. nicknames for yourselves? Or should we just introduce you?
3: I'm Daniel never gets anything right, Thorison. Oh. Um, I'm
0: Sean. <laughs> I'm <Robert. laughs> Hi, Sean. We have, we have Daniel and Sean Hi. here from Smashing Theory. Um, nice to meet you you, guys. you did they did a live show nice with us at the Beat Kitchen last Saturday, yeah. which went over yes, really ago. which went over really well. Uh, I, yeah, and I'd been talking to you guys before that, but was wanting to have you on, of course, because um, cause, yeah, you guys do a similar. Well, you do a Nintendo show, actually. Yeah. Why don't Why don't you talk about your show? Like, what What do you guys do?
3: Uh, we do a Smashing Theory. It's a Podcast that we started last year to predict the roster of Smash Bros Ultimate, uh, we got a lot wrong, but it was still a lot of fun to do. And now we're uh, now we're just talking about Smash news on our podcast and also predicting whatever uh, Smash Bros DLC, other video games, just whatever feels like fun.
4: And now at the live show, we even predicted what's going to happen in Avengers Endgame, so we can yeah. really, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> At this point, we're basically just John, Cleese, and Rat Race. Like, we will literally make a bet on anything. Sure. Um, so uh, we've been having a
3: pretty good time with that. For we sure. will also just listen to Sean talk about Rat Race, uh, because that's like the fifth time I've heard him mention it in the last year. <laughs> it's a perfect
4: analog for our podcast, Daniel. Yeah. John Chill. Cleese is funny in it because he'll bet on anything, and the rest of the movie is bad. Yeah! <laughs> Not to say the rest of our podcast is been <laughs> I just but, uh, yeah
2: say it's got quite the star-studded cast.
0: I was going to say I, I oh, yeah. just that's, I just that's true. I just remember that movie as being one of the millions of movies in the '90s to use all-star as as post as credits music. So, uh-huh. so there uh, yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It was like <laughs> they that had to match the cast. It was like that, and about a hundred other movies did that too. Smash, it was, it was Smash the cool Mouth
4: thing. plays <laughs> themselves in that. Yeah, movie, yeah, actually. that's the prize.
1: <laughs> I didn't know. that. Are they part of the yeah. race too? No, they're, the, the they're like they're like the prize. Is they all the racers
4: get to a smash mouth concert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's that when really they happen.
0: I think that's when they decide that they're not really they're not really enemies anymore because they all like Smash Mouth. I think that's where the movie ends and they all dance on the right. stage or something like that.
3: They it's they, pretty they like awful. they all
4: turn against John Cleese in the end and somehow get some comeuppance on him. I I haven't seen the movie since it came out actually,
3: and, and yet I learn something new about Rat Race every time Sean brings it up. <laughs> Incredible!
4: You should be grateful actually to me for uh, that those nuggets of uh, Rat Race knowledge. Wow! Do you ever like?
0: Just to throw them off, dig into like Mad Mad World, or is it just only Rat Race?
4: <laughs> I do reference films other than Rat Race. Well, I mean, do like the or, you know the it's ri- called Wanda. I say like the original, <laughs> the original Rat Race. I mean, isn't Rat Race a remake of
0: Mad Mad World?
4: I'm I don't sure. know. Actually, it was an inspired
0: I, by. It's the uh, same thing. It's the same movie. Yeah, they're both like looking for Smash Mouth. I mean, well, Smash Mouth, <laughs> <one>. but yeah. <laughs> that would be funny if that was <laughs> in the original movie it was smash mouth at the end and they all decided they were friends
4: because they all that left would be kind of
2: fun to make like a, a whole like a trailer of like clips from all the movies that had smash mouth like had that all-star
4: <laughs> in right. it of course starting with shrek kicking open the door to his out oh, yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> shrek's gotta that, be in yeah. there
0: you gotta put a you gotta put mystery men in there too that also ended with all-star
2: and then end oh, it with uh, all,
1: Star, all stars. Oh.
2: I was gonna say a, a, a quick anecdote about Smash Mouth. They were played the Sweet Corn Festival at my at, in my town, which is kind of a small town, Urbana, Illinois, uh, really? a couple summers ago. Any and town really, that It was really really hot. It's yeah, yeah. a small town. Yeah, there you go. But mm. it was really hot. Smash Mouth was playing. And uh they got to uh All Star and the singer passed down on stage <laughs> during the song and he got wow. taken away by the, an ambulance and no one really knows what happens. I mean, he's alive, but
3: uh, hey, you were at we a concert?
2: I wasn't there, but it was actually like two blocks away from where I work. I was at Yeah, work.
3: this this happened like a, a year or two ago, right? That, yeah, that was yeah. uh, that was the I can't believe I watched Smash Mouth fucking die meme, right? <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah. And I uh
2: it. yeah, that happened right here, like near where I live and uh yeah, uh, they're like, did he have a heart attack, or was he just really drunk, or was he dehydrated, or was it was he everything?
0: Could have been everything. But he's life. alive
2: still, so right,
0: that, that's good. Re- yeah,
2: but I, I, I still think the montage of the clip should end with that, with him like
3: <laughs> with him falling down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that, just like the last shot of the film is just a tweet that says, "I can't believe I watched Smash."
2: And the sound of like the ambulance driving away. Yeah,
3: yeah. Did he
1: go down with the shape of an L on his forehead? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I had a similar
0: experience with Chuck Berry. I went to see him play, and he passed out on stage. So, it's not a wow. it's not an abnormal thing to do. Actually, I thought he yeah, had died. Chuck
2: Berry had about fifty years on. I would
0: say I thought he had died too. Like I really <laughs> thought he died on stage. Like we because he's really old, and his whole sure. his whole set was a mess. Like the whole like dingling was like the weirdest version of it I've ever heard. But you know. It was uh yeah same thing he like passed out and they carried him off the stage and then he came back and said he was okay and then he had to end, had to end the show because of his doctor said so so it was uh, <laughs> how old but, uh, how
3: old were you at this concert that sounds a little traumatizing
0: oh I wouldn't know this was like I was like in my mid thirties I think oh early, okay early mid thirties oh. like, I'd, like, I'd be a little traumatized like Chuck Berry it's was a little,
2: fr- it's a little early to have to see stuff like that
0: I'm saying Chuck <laughs> Chuck Berry was pretty old like I mean like my friend. <laughs> My friend and I, we, like, looked at each other, and we were like, did he, were like, is he dead? Like, did he die? Did he just die in front of us? Like, everybody kind of <laughs> thought that he died on stage, and we were just there for it, because I don't know. Because he looked, he was very old and confused through the whole through the whole performance. Didn't you but. say uh,
2: Jerry Lee Lewis fell over too when you saw him?
0: He he sat on his on the keys of his piano. Yeah, at Riot Fest ah. last year, <laughs> he like kind of fell. Oh. I think he like just he like fell down. Well, he didn't like fall down. He just like you know he sat on his on the keys of the piano. <laughs> I don't know or, if like he did a little
4: vertigo. You know, I don't know if he did. Break.
0: Break. Yeah, I don't know if he did it on purpose or not. But I mean. His show was a lot better than than Chuck Berry's. He was a lot more put together. Yeah.
4: He sits down because he's gonna like spin you a yarn. Like, all right, guys, I'd like to tell you something. Then you just hear like piano noises. <laughs> he's just sitting down right on the keys. No, it was loud. Like he <laughs> he hit it loud. It was like boom, like that. But. <laughs>
0: But, really funny. but yeah um I don't know even know how we got on the uh, Smash Mouth that oh, was Sean Sean's fault you had to talk about
3: yeah, yeah this to, is what he does you had to talk he about talks Rat about race.
0: race your yeah. podcast is <laughs> fucked for half an hour
2: it's been our guest the Smash the thing right theory.
3: yeah
5: <laughs> <is>. thanks guys for having us so much Smashing uh, Mouth Theory <laughs> yeah
0: wow okay so let's start off our show like we normally do with with uh, with, with no 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 more Stop Smash Mouth it. Smash Mouth enough. <laughs> I probably have it on my computer. No, I'm not going to look for it. I really don't. But let's talk about what we've been playing for the week.
5: Okay.
0: Who wants to go? I'll I'll go first. So I bought Turok Dinosaur Hunter for the Switch. So now That's, I get to Is that on the Switch? Fuck yeah. what yeah, I mean, it is because
4: you bought it. Fuck yeah, man. No
0: it came out on Monday and I fucking love it. It's like <laughs> I think they did a pretty good job of remastering it. Like I mean it, it runs like super smoothly. It's like so fast. Like I had no idea how fast that game is. Like how fast Turok is. Like he moves really okay. quickly. Like playing a okay. lot of, a lot playing a lot of older games, like I always have problems that the characters don't move quick enough, but Turok fucking moves fast in that game. Okay. Like he's he's really going there. Have you but... <laughs> done
2: like a comparison to make sure it like it's running the same speed as the N sixty four?
0: Uh, I could. I have it on sixty four, but no. I, I mean, like,
3: I. I feel like it might be thirty on the sixty four and sixty on the switch.
0: Yeah, I, was saying, I, I wouldn't have, even have think it. to back that up. I'm gonna say I don't even know if it's thirty on sixty four. I do. I do remember like, like when I played it as a teenager, like I felt that Turok One was a lot smoother than Turok Two. Like I felt hmm. like Turok Two like had a lot of trouble. Like it really was really mm-hmm. chugging. And I had the expansion pass for it. I mean, I think you had to. Right, they had right. the expansion pack. But, no, I felt like the, I didn't really... I mean, a lot of people say the second one's better, and I'm really... I'm willing to try it again, like, if they, like, fix it and make it smoother and all that, but I felt like the first one, like, way, ran way better than the second one did. I felt like the second one was, like, almost, like, too big for its own good. Like, it just... Like, they were trying to t- pile too much onto the cartridge, and it just didn't work very well because
4: of that. And I was going to say, I, I don't remember the second one very well, but, of course, the first one has the infamous fog, right? The draw distance. Oh, yeah.
0: And they... it, it Actually, funny thing about that... The, so, the... They've, they've taken the fog back a lot like they've they've, uh-huh. they've pulled it away a lot but in the options you can, there is a setting where you can actually <laughs> put the fog level at the level that it was on the 64 game so like so oh, if nice. anybody yeah, wants to go beautiful. like
3: for that fog nostalgia
0: yeah if you want to go super fog nostalgia you can I haven't messed around with it but I did find it in there I was just fucking around with like you know because it says like graphics and I'm like oh well, what is that right. it's like you can like turn off the fog, like the new fog setting. You can make it like as blurry, as bad as it was before. <laughs> but now it actually kind of makes it a little bit easier because you your draw distance is better, so you can see <laughs> the you can see the guys right. farther away, and you can shoot them from farther away, which is cool. Mm. But
2: so I was wondering, are they just like standing still? Because they would normally you would normally wouldn't see them, so are they just kind of like standing in place. Yeah, there's waiting stand- for the fog to lift.
0: Yeah, they're standing in place. Well, they'll, they, they trigger, like, they run at you, like, when you get, like, a certain distance away from them. And they're Mm -hmm. relentless. Like, they will fucking, they will just run right at you and try to kill you until they die. And there's actually some parts, too, where, like, you're walking past a wall and, like, rocks fall from the wall. And now you can see that the rocks are sitting up there waiting for you to, like, walk past them Uh... where they were, where they were kind of hidden by fog before. But that stuff doesn't really, it doesn't bother me. Like, it doesn't break the game for me. But no, it's just been, it's just been a lot of fun to play. Uh, I streamed it last night, uh, had some people watching it on Twitch and all that. and Okay. Yeah, and it's like, it's 20 bucks, you know, it's a, they, apparently the company that did it, they, because I don't think a claim exists anymore. So, like, the, so they just <laughs> yeah, kind of came sure. across the game, and I guess this is what they do. They just, like, remaster old games and just sell them again, and uh, I think it's cool, because uh, Turok, Turok One, like, had a good, I don't know, I, I remember it well when I was younger, and I actually had mm-hmm. played it. Not that long ago, because friend of the show Martin Watts, uh, and the N64 Today guy that we've had on the show a couple times, he did an interview with um with the guy who did the soundtrack for Turok. So, okay, I, I remember one night I was kind of drunk and I saw that on twit on uh on Twitter and I was like, oh shit, I should play that. So like, I just put the <laughs> I just put the cartridge in and started playing around with it for a while and I felt like it played kind of smooth. But it's actually it's really nice to play with two sticks because I don't know if I'm sure you guys remember Turok One had a, had where you moved with the buttons and you aimed with the left stick right. on, the, on the 64. Jet Force Gemini did that, too. You used <laughs> <should laughs> the yeah. stick. Well, they, that was actually... Turok was the first time I ever played a game like that. Like, I remember it being so weird because you couldn't change it. You couldn't change it to where you could move with the stick. You had to aim with the uh-huh. stick. And I had never mm. played like that before, but, I mean, I adjusted to it. But the game is so much reliant on you aiming because there's a lot of times where guys are shooting you on the top of, like, platforms right. or whatever and... And you need you need to do it, you know. And there's actually a lot of it. Some of the later levels are very has a lot of like verticality to it. It's really cool. Like um the the like treetop stage, like at the very beginning, you just keep like going like lower and lower and lower into the clouds, where you have to just keep looking down and find where to jump to and all that. There's yeah. some re- there's some real interesting stuff in there, but um but yeah, no, I remember it, it that like teaching me how to use the joystick to aim, and then when like GameCube, or then when uh not GameCube, uh, then when GoldenEye came out later. I remember going back to moving with the stick, but then figuring out, <laughs> but then figuring out that you could play with the Turok settings on on Goldeneye. Oh, and okay. And then that became my thing. Like we we called it the Turok mode. I think it was called like Solitaire <laughs> or something like that. But yeah, that was I was, and I played every game like that on 64, where I moved with the buttons and aimed with the stick, and it kind of huh. it kind of taught me how to like run and shoot, I guess, or run and aim, you know. Okay. Which was something I had knew nothing about. Like I'd played a lot of Wolfenstein, but I didn't know how to strafe and all that, you know, because I was just running and turning and not like doing that stuff. But, but yeah, Turok had a pretty big effect on me, I guess, in that way <laughs> because of that control style and all that. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, if you're interested in playing Turok again, I guess check it out. I think it's I think it's a blast to play. It's it's not very long. Like I've been playing it. I think I have like there's like eight eight whole levels in there. I've probably put about like. Seven hours in there, I think, and I'm up to, like, level six now, so I still have okay. three more levels left. But I think I could probably crank it out in, like, another three hours, so it's probably, like, about a ten-hour game, but but yeah, that's cool. I was I was thinking about it today, like, I don't know if you guys remember, but somebody won a contest in Nintendo Power for Turok. Where they had some guy had his name in a, in a secret room? Do you remember that? Where like one of the no?
4: Oh, I kind of uh, do remember yeah. that. Where yeah, like one, yeah.
0: one of the little golden triangles like had his face on it or something like that. And I was uh-huh. like, I just had totally forgot about that, and I just remembered it. And I was like, man, I wonder if he's still in the game. Like, is that guy still right, in there? Yeah. <laughs> like, did they did they keep that in there or not? I don't I don't think I ever found him when I was a kid, but play when yeah, when I was a teenager playing the game. But yeah, that's my that's my pick of the week. I really. I've been enjoying it a lot, but I've been looking forward to it ever since I found out that they were re-releasing it, because I like to play older games, and I think that Turok, uh, I think it's still a pretty enjoyable game. Now, okay. they haven't they haven't really done a lot of, like, quality of life stuff to it, unfortunately. Like, you can't save mm. anywhere now. Like, it's still, you can only save if you find that particular save spot. Right. And there's, and there's only the checkpoints and stuff like that. So you have that. But, and it's also like, you, you know, you have a certain amount of lives, which is always weird to me for first-person shooters now. Like and you have these golden triangles that you collect that you get a hundred of them you get an extra life. I got up to like ten lives last night on the stream, but but yeah, if you can get past all that stuff, it's really fun to play and it's uh, okay. And like I said, it's like super and it's just like a super. Um, it's just like a hyped up like Twitch streamer, I guess before or Twitch uh, first person shooter. Sure, you know mm-hmm. before the not not to have to do with the streaming service, but you know you know it's like right, a very right. very much reflex, you know, because like I said the guys will just straight up run at you like when you when they see you. So that's like what the AI is. It's pretty much just chase Turok, you know. <laughs> but, does it uh, let
2: you so it lets you save between levels or does it have like a save feature or did it always have a save feature?
0: It always had a save feature, but there's a there's a specific save thing that you have to interact with in the game. It's like a little like You know, it's like a little rock that you walk up to, and it says, "Do you want to save?" Like that does the same. It does the same thing as it did in the other one. But that's the only place you can save. There is there. But there's checkpoints where you die, you'll come back there, and if you die, it'll automatically bring you back to the save. But you'll start with lost a a life or whatever else you had acquired. The only thing I think it takes away your your backpacks is the only thing, which is really annoying. You have to collect a backpack to carry more (laughs) ammo. Which is which was a joke in the original uh in the original uh, handbook for Turok it says uh it says like what's a backpack? It's like it's so Turok can carry his books around and he doesn't have to go to his locker. It says it in the uh, <laughs> okay. wow. and, and then they're like, just kidding, you can just carry more ammo with a backpack. <laughs> so yeah, you get a backpack and you carry more ammo, but once you die you lose your backpack. But you don't but mm. you don't lose your ammo, thankfully. But it, unless you have more. But yeah, that's basically how it works and uh so like but it, but you can load you can reload your save from the sa- from the start screen so you don't have to like turn off the game and go back to it and all that. So you can kind of do that like quick load if you're cuz sometimes there's save spots right next to like platforming areas and there's some pretty ridiculous platforming stuff in there. Like uh there's one there's a couple ones that just where I got pretty pissed <laughs> off about it just because the places that you have to land on are so small and it's like so easy to like to go past it. And it wasn't like I died every time I missed it, but you like fall into lava, and then you gotta jump around in the lava and get out of the lava, and then go back and jump on it again, and it can get <laughs> kind of it can get kind of annoying. Like once you've fallen off for like the fifth time, uh-huh. uh huh. And there's some I, don't, I won't spoil it, but there's some stuff in the fifth level that really was driving me crazy too. That's kind of like that same sort of thing <laughs> with more with more like platforming. It reminds me of like like kind of like Donkey Kong Country type stuff where like you're going through this big uh, platform thing and you fall, but you don't actually die but you have to go back up and start the platform again you know it's like those type oh, of thing yeah. you know and in and the and the really pain part is getting back to where you were because the progress to where you were jumping is a pain in the ass and once you get there and you have you know you got to you want to get through there the first time that's what i'm saying but yeah no it's it's a lot of fun i've been playing that mostly um what else uh splatoon 2 there was there's a splatfest over the weekend I played that a little bit. It was a wizard versus knight. Uh, wizards ob- obliterated knights, of course, because who picked knights? I don't know. I mean, wizards are way cooler.
2: <laughs> Seems but. like nobody picked knights from what I've read.
0: Yeah, I only I played like I don't know, maybe like twenty matches or so, and I only played knights once. You know, like because if there's not enough yeah. people on the other side, it'll just pit you against wizards. So, right, the Splatfest isn't really all that exciting because you're just playing your own people, and it's not really you're not really fighting for the good of wizards. <laughs> you're just playing because what else are you going to do because there's nobody else on the other team so
2: see it should have been like wizards versus dragons or something like that oh yeah
0: yeah, something that
2: would be be something that's like kind of cool because knights aren't that cool
0: yeah i saw i mean
2: i mean paul mccartney's a knight you know
0: (laughs) i mean so is david bowie (laughs) (laughs) he was a knight i mean there's all sorts of cool knights i don't know patrick stewart's a knight but uh yeah but is he a knight really (laughs) <laughs> wow, how much did you have oh, to pay for that? I, so it was I Knight get Rider. It. okay. I yeah. get <laughs> it. <laughs> so like uh so when you go in <laughs> So when you go into the lobby of uh, Splatoon, you see pictures the people who like knights, there's pictures of like Link in there. So I guess that was the appeal of people picking knights. Right. I believe. But yeah, I th- I did that for a while and uh, and I played the demo for um what is it? Monster Boy. I played the demo for Monster Boy finally, and I really, okay. really liked it. It's a game. It was made by the guys who did, um, what was it, uh, Wonder Boy? Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap,
2: mm-hmm. the
0: remake that came out that first year of uh, Switch that I really, really liked. It was actually on my top ten somewhere of the year. Mm-hmm. But um, the guy who the guy who originally made Wonder Boy and the team who made the, that, that remake of Dragon's Trap, they made a new game called Monster Boy that's basically a spiritual successor to Wonder Boy. And it's a lot of fun to play. I mean it's like it's like forty dollars, so I didn't really you know, I couldn't bring myself to throw that down for it at the time because I think it came out the same time as Smash and a million other games yeah. did. Like that yeah, same week, timing. you know, where, where like Katamari came out too and like it was like, Hey, let's put every it's like, Why are you releasing everything the same day as Smash? Like, what's happening here? Right. So I didn't get around to it, but I was able to play the demo. I'm really interested in it. I still don't know if I can drop forty bucks on it, but I think the game is good from what I played of it, and I'm just really I don't know win for sale, I guess, and then i'll I'll definitely hop on it if there wasn't okay. if there wasn't so much other stuff coming out like i wouldn't I would go for it, but we have like Yoshi next week and had to get had to get Turok this week, among other things among some sales that happened to do with an indies direct as well which we'll which we'll get into later but but I think that's it for my purchases and games I've played whoever wants to go next can go.
2: Alright, well I'll I'll just go. uh I didn't get a chance to play Splatoon two. Just didn't work out unfortunately, but uh I'm it seems like I didn't miss much. Uh I keep playing Baba's U. I'm almost to the end of the or I just finished a third set of levels. It's definitely getting a lot harder, but they're actually adding more stuff that's pretty cool. So even though it's harder, it's awesome when they add more uh verbs. Yeah. So they're they're adding more and it's making the, the puzzles puzzles even more like mind bending, but Oh, it's pretty that's fun that's cool Have um been... i'm i bought joe and mac returns i don't know why i mean i've been thinking about <laughs> it since i first heard of it
0: i saw you did
2: uh and well okay so the truth of the matter is it's one of the first joe and mac was one of the first games we got when he we had a super nintendo like when i was a kid so okay uh, and it was a two-player simultaneous game so my brother and i could play it together so we played it a lot and we beat it a lot um And uh, it also, see, we had like that Turtles in Time. I think that was the only two games we had that were like uh, two players simultaneous. So
4: Uh, Turtles in Time is a great game.
2: It is. So definitely let nostalgia get the better of me, though, on Joe and Mac Returns, because I didn't really do any research. I just thought it was going to be like a platformer, but it's not. It's like um, the arcade, right? The arcade mode of it. Yeah. So I would describe it as kind of like the original Mario Brothers a little bit. And how, like, the layout is of the level. And then it also kind of reminds me of Bubble Bobble because of how you, like, you stun enemies and then you use them as a weapon, sort of. I guess you don't use them as weapons in Bubble Bobble, but basically you, like... Right, so you stun enemies and then you pick them up and then you throw them. If you stun multiple enemies and pick all of them up, your projectile's bigger and it does more damage on the screen. So it's super repetitive, but it's actually pretty fun. I I beat it because it's an arcade game, so I just kept playing. But uh, I beat it in about 30 minutes and it, it was fun enough but and it looks really good it's from 94 so mm. the, sp- the sprites are pretty nice um hmm. and i definitely got like i said some nostalgia from it but you know it's like it's strange because it, it starts out uh you're underwater in the very first stage which it's so weird that you think it would have been something they did later on in the game but no the yeah, very right. first level you're like underwater and you're fighting fish just like as this caveman that's running around and um and then you're like in a, a bunch of different settings, like in a volcano level and in like a, a prehistoric village and all this other crap. So but eventually at the end of the game, you have to do a boss rush mode, which is not surprising. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> when you yeah. do that and you fight the fish boss from the first level, he just fl- he can fly even mm-hmm. though he's still a fish.
5: Hmm.
0: so they
2: didn't, they didn't even bother to bring the water back. they just he just flies in that level oh. <laughs> does, it,
0: does it feel like the water like like does he move like he would underwater except he's just not underwater? Is, is it's exactly
2: it the same, yeah, yeah, it just doesn't have the water like overlay to make it look like you're in the water, hmm. so it's pretty silly, but I don't know it was eight bucks, and it probably is fun as a two player game. I just haven't tried it that way yet.
0: I, I like those. I mean, I like those arcade re-releases on Switch. Like, I, I mean, I got Bad Dudes, so I, I know, <laughs> I know how you feel about that. I've, I, and I what was yeah. it? I got the Double Dragon original arcade on there too. So, I mean, I think those are always interesting just to have like a, you know, like a perfect port of of old arcade mm-hmm. games. I didn't really, I don't really know very much about Joe and Mac, so I saw that it was on there, but I don't, not really familiar with it. So I, I believe really it was called Cave
2: Ninja in Japan. Okay. <laughs> So they're like basically, yeah, they're basically supposed to be like ninjas, cavemen. Even Mm -hmm. though they don't look anything like ninjas, they just look like cavemen. Yeah, um, (laughs) the cave ninjas. (laughs) They they, they're kind of like they can like do like a little bit of acrobatics, and of course they have clubs and they can hit with. um, But uh, that's about it. Um, There's a lot of uh, objectification of women in all these games. So there's the cave babes. <laughs> which are like really cur- curvy babes dressed up and like i don't know like Flint like you think of like the hot chicks from flintstones or something
4: of course right. uh, the short, and then all yeah.
2: the cu- all the cut scenes in this game are super campy like it reminds me of like you know like uh really campy anime like like a woman will be showering and then her bra gets blown off by the wind or something and then the two <laughs> cavemen oh, wow. run up and they're like oh and oh, that wow. plays like uh canned laughter really Uh, that's the end of the scene (laughs) (laughs) every every scene in between uh each of the levels is something to do with the uh cave babe losing her bra somehow
3: wow i think i I missed that episode of the Flintstones (laughs) yeah Yeah. so
2: that part's kind of strange i don't know i I guess it's a sign of the times of when the game came out i mean it wasn't that long ago but that was what people thought was funny in 1994 especially in japan (laughs) so yeah you know you think you're a caveman um most of the items you get are like pieces of meat and stuff like that give you points, but randomly there'll be sushi because it's a Japanese game. So <laughs> sometimes you'll kill like uh, a badger and he gives you a bunch of sushi.
0: Well, hey, yeah, I'm sure a lot of sushi back in the caveman times, right? Oh, yeah. But I don't
2: know. I don't really want to waste your time much more with Joe and Mac. It's uh, it, why, is it is what it is. Sounds
0: great. We could do an uh, episode. I think I
2: it. was the right person to buy it. I think <laughs> a lot of other people probably wouldn't have played all the way through it, but I was. I just wanted to see, like, if it had references to the old game, and it did. A lot of the bosses from the first game are in there. They're just hmm. they like behave differently. I, I uh, think
0: I think for those type of games, for those arcade games, you have you got to play it all the way through, man. Because if you don't, then why did you get it? And it's and yeah. most of the time they're less than an hour, you know. So it's you can easily
3: just you know throw yourself in. So there. I guess
2: I guess I can say I saw all the credits on a game this week.
3: Yeah, you beat I it. There you go. Still- right, like I feel like beating those games is really satisfying like these days because you can just dunk as many fake quarters in your mm-hmm. system as you want. <laughs> oh, you yeah. can actually see the ending, you know, that was impossible when we were like 10.
2: I was going to say, yeah, I probably did put over $8 worth of yeah, right uh, quarters into it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's about, the, it's about the same, you know, if it's something that you enjoy playing through, but you don't have to worry about quarters and all that, it's totally worth it. You know, like, yeah, uh, like having like, what is it? I had like, I had like the Simpsons, like the Simpsons arcade game on my oh, PS3. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, And yeah. like, and like agree. X-Men, you know, like those games, I could play those games over and over again and I, and I just think they're fun, you know? So mm-hmm. like, especially those, you know, we talked about it before, like me to beat em up style games also, you know? Yeah. It's, if, it's a, if it's a fun enough experience, you'll come back and do it again and it's totally worth, you know, I think eight bucks for it is a perfect price. You know, I'm fine with playing that just to.
2: Yeah, just you can for, try my copy
0: sometimes. For a game reservation and all that. Yeah, sure. We could play it together. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah so that's that's it's all well and good uh i got Advance wars on the wii u e-shop i just kind of like Advance wars. yeah it, it just kind of like jumped into my head i was like wait a minute i've never played advanced wars i wanted to buy a game this week this is before i bought joe and mac yeah okay. <laughs> i was like i really wanted to buy a game i like went to disc replay and stuff today and i couldn't find a game so finally i was like i'm gonna get right. Advance wars. wars yeah so i got it nice. and i played it for a little while and i like it so that's what i said at the beginning i revisited uh or I've finally like visited the origin of war groove and I got to see like where the games are different
3: uh, so yeah, far.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've only played a little bit into it, but um, it is interesting to see like war take on advanced war, what or advanced war is established mm-hmm. and how, how similar it really is. Like people have already told me, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's a cool really... game to have. Uh, It works yeah. great. I, I can play it on my, I realize my Wii U game pad, even though it's set up in my living room, it works, it works Anywhere. here in my office yeah. so I can play it. Portable mode, so that's right. kind of the way oh, I've that's been playing
3: awesome. it. Is awesome. congratulations any... <laughs> on Advanced turning on your Wii U in 2019?
2: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> hey, I like still my Wii U still I still play it all the time.
0: We still rock that's the Wii great. U. My my Wii U still hooked up to. I I still I use it to play Wii games as well because it'll upscale mm-hmm. the Wii games. To, uh, to yeah, oh yeah, that's that. a good call. Yeah. I play a lot of and,
2: Wii games still too. Yeah.
0: So so like, and I like to do I like to do a lot of retro stuff for the stream, So I still use mine occasionally, but I figured. I had a feeling that Wargroove would bring you back, would bring you to uh, Advance Wars, Jeremy. Like, if you love that. and 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 considering that both of them are available, you know, the Game Boy Advance, like, on Switch, or not Switch, on Wii U, it's great. You know, like, Wii U still, say whatever you want about Wii U, but they still have a pretty good uh, virtual console that's still alive, you know? It, it hasn't been shut down like the Wii one, so.
3: That is really yeah. nice, yeah. yeah.
0: There's still a lot of right. Game Boy Advance and Nintendo 64 and Wii games even on there. And DS you games. Can get. Yeah, and DS games. Which, is, yeah, which yeah. is amazing. But, yeah. Like, I, I still play uh, Mario Kart DS on my Wii U because I love... That's, like, my favorite... It's my second favorite Mario Kart game, but I like that game a lot. So I, And it's cool to play it on the TV. And also, what is it? I played uh, Star Fox Command a lot on there, too. Like, on oh, the okay. TV. Star
3: Fox Command is underrated, man.
0: That's a great game, yeah. It's, yeah. Well, it's, like, pretty much a remake of two. <laughs> you know, if right. you played Star yeah. Fox 2, it's very similar. But
3: with soap opera like
0: <laughs> cutscenes multiple between Fox and Crystal like a lot there's like uh there's multiple endings as well like uh yeah did you did you see the crossover when they end up when uh, Falco and Star Fox yes. and they become F0 <laughs> racers that's like my favorite ending
3: <laughs> yeah and they become F0 racers yeah. because Crystal dumps Fox and he's so depressed that Falco like takes him to a bar it's like let's forget about her man let's let's become <laughs> racers and uh and fox is like yeah yeah let's do it god i'm so depressed you think, you and, think and how, that's like... an ending <laughs> what a wild experiment in gaming history.
2: I, I almost said like well, well wow he's just like threw himself into danger because he doesn't care about his life anymore and then I'm like right. wait a minute what he was doing before was a lot more dangerous than <laughs> <Yeah. racing." laughs>
3: that's a good point yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: so he's actually kind of got like a soft retirement plan <laughs>
3: Well, I
0: mean, <laughs> yeah. from all the—I mean, from all the crashes. Oh, I mean, I guess same with Star Fox. But I was gonna say, like, from all the crashes that happen F Zero, like nobody's died. Like all those characters are still there.
3: I yeah, mean, I high guess quality cars, man. It's mm-hmm. like
0: you've blown up Star Star Wolf a bunch of times, and they're still alive. It's still around too. So I don't know. I guess it works both yeah. ways. But but yeah, I mean, <laughs> out of like the thirty racers of F Zero, they're still kicking it. Like nobody's. But that does put them in the same
2: universe. <laughs> Yeah, confirm that. That's for sure.
0: Which I thought was great because I love, I love see yeah. any reference to F zero, and I thought that was funny that they just like, hey, yeah, let's let's go become a racer. So I'm like, oh yeah, go for it. <laughs> Why not, man? It's kind of the same. <laughs> <laughs> Get to go directly against, uh, um, what's his face from Smash Brothers? I can't remember his name right now. Captain Falcon. Falcon. Yeah, 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 guy. yeah. Or Blood Falcon. I always liked him. He's like the same thing with a different. With a spray right.
4: It's like angry
0: Captain Falcon. Yeah,
3: and, uh, He has a different... fox is a like, oh hey, my my dad's here, but he's a human now. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, <laughs> How'd that happened.
0: Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's got to be weird to him to run into James McCloud. Yeah. But, and yeah. his hair kind of makes him look like a fox, even though he isn't. It's like yeah. it's got to be bizarre to him to see that guy. He's like, this dude looks <laughs> my like... <laughs> dad was a
3: human this whole time. He was just a furry.
0: <laughs> and his and his car is an R wing. Even it's like it's it, yeah. it gets
4: weirder. Like the farther you look into it. James McCloud is actually just a guy in a fur suit who uh, made a baby with a real fox woman. Yeah. Fox McCloud is half fox. Oh wow! This is the new lore, the <laughs> new hot take I'll, from I'll, a Smashing Theory.
0: I like the what is it the, uh, fan fiction of that one? I'm <laughs> so right, right, yeah, yeah, I want to read that.
2: Star Fox Astoria. We'll find out. <laughs> you were right. Yeah, yeah. That could be... I <laughs> can't wait for that one. to come out in 20, never. Dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> Planet, there's, Chapter 4.
3: There, there's just a, just a sidebar in the book with, like, a picture of Shigeru Miyamoto. It's like, please, stop asking me about Fox's parentage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could be a fun anime, too.
2: If go there. Maybe hentai. Yeah, Whoa. with the fox. Ooh, sorry. And, yeah. sorry. I had to go there. Well, anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> whenever whenever they release that Fox racing game, then, then we'll get the Star Fox Historia, the one that right, there
3: you go. that was rumored oh, yeah, that Grand it didn't Prix. really happen.
0: <laughs> uh, was it Star Fox Grand Prix or some dumb yeah. name like that?
3: Yeah, Star Fox Grand Prix. Yeah,
0: I don't believe that's real. <laughs> what were you going to say, Jeremy?
2: Well, I was just going to move on uh, to... <laughs> good,
3: good call. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm with you.
2: We're, we're We're all going to read the book when it comes out, you know? <laughs> Right. But uh, I, bu- I did buy a G-Bro adapter, thanks to Trey. He uh, got it through his Amazon Prime for me, so I didn't have to pay shipping, which was awesome. Thanks, yeah, Trey. Nice. Um, yeah. I've been doing it's my best to, to use it for everything. Welcome to the it's future. A, it's an 8-bit dough adapter.
0: The G- G-Bro is this little, it's like about, it's it's not that big. It's like half the size of a, of a Wii remote. And it has two plugs on either side. You can plug a GameCube controller into it. Or a or a oh. Wii or a Wii controller into it.
2: GameCube this side, Wii this side. Yeah,
0: and I've been using it I've been using it to use my been using it to use my classic oh. controller in uh Tetris ninety nine. And it works really well. I see Jeremy's using the Classic Controller Pro there on the on the oh. thing.
2: And I'm having a great time with it.
0: And it also there's a button on the receiver there where you can capture stuff. Uh that you can also it gives you a home button if you're using your GameCube controller in there. So it's very cool, and it's just yeah. All you got to do is just hit a button, and it and it uh will automatically sync to your to your system, like when you're in yeah, it, it or hooked up right
2: away. It was super easy. I didn't yeah. even look at the instructions. I just it's it really work.
0: yeah. I think you hit the yellow button to sync it, and then it's and then it's on there. But um, yeah, when you whenever you uh, the only thing is it won't turn on your switch while it's in mm-hmm. while it's in sleep mode, the, and it takes batteries, which is weird, double uh, A batteries. Oh uh, yeah. But aside from that, it works awesome. Like I use it all the time. Like as far as I mean, like for using the Wii controllers, the only thing is it doesn't have the click of the L3 and the R3, right. but everything else Which works is what, right. I,
2: what I was going to say. I was running it through its paces, and everything I've been playing, it. you know, Bob, as you, you really only need the D-pad, so that's mm. fine. That, that right, works with any right. controller. Uh, but I tried, yeah, I was playing Joe and Mac. I played all the way through that with this controller. Of course, Tetris. Tetris is great with it. I haven't had any yeah. of the Phantom Drops. With yeah. this D pad, which is amazing, and then I, I tried Breath of the Wild though, and that's the first game where I, I was playing it for a while. I was having a good time, you know. Of course the the analog sticks don't feel right uh-huh. because I'm so used to the way they feel on the Switch for that game. I've mm. played it for so long, sure. but I mean, it was controlling correctly until I came up on a camp of enemies and I went to crouch, just you know, naturally. Yeah, uh, I can't and you crouch. Can't, you can't. Crouch. So you can't crouch and sneak. So I was like, damn it. Oh this yeah, game, this won't work for Breath of the Wild, but hmm. everything else I've thrown at it. Throwing it at rather has worked great. So, nice. I'm definitely a fan of this controller. Yeah, it,
0: It's very I cool. Recommend
2: it. Just like trade it to me.
0: Yeah, it's like <laughs> twenty bucks, but it's totally worth it. Like I got it because because I want. Like I said, I wanted to use my classic controller on Tetris 99, and it uh-huh. it's a dream. Like I started playing. I feel like I started playing a lot better after I after I got that. Did nice. you get? Did you guys come around to Tetris 99? I listened to your uh, Nintendo Direct episode, and you seemed kind of down on it when it was when it was announced i hope that you've fallen in love with it like we have
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah we hadn't even played it yet when we were first talking about it yeah uh and i I actually thought it was i thought it was cool i we i'm sure we made some dumb battle royale jokes but i was glad it existed and uh and i have played it a bit since uh since we did that episode and uh yeah yeah it's it's cool i i suck at it i have not won a single a (laughs) single match yet um but uh yeah, no, I've I've been enjoying it myself. I've gotten
4: very close to winning, but I haven't won. I think I've gotten like third or second place. Okay. But I always get knocked out by the last guy. Yeah. Then hmm. like when it gets down to like three or
0: two, like it can go really long, like between the two people, like mm-hmm. depending on how, how good the person is you're playing as. But no, I think I mean you guys didn't like I'm not saying you didn't like necessarily say it sucked or whatever, it just it didn't seem like you were that impressed by it when it when it came out, but it's uh but yeah, no, now that I'm glad you guys have got a chance to check it out, it's uh yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't gotten number one yet either. It's incredibly hard, <laughs> but.
2: I also feel like everybody else has gotten better and I've stayed the same, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I, it can't fun. be that, it can't be that I've gotten worse. That's not even a possibility. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. Well, and if, I, if you guys, I guess I, I do like that, uh. You know, typically, if I'm going to play a Tetris game, I like them to be a little bit more fully featured, right? Like, you know, uh, oh, sure. 99, it just has the one mode that you play, and apparently they might be adding more. But, uh, you know, for now, it kind of pales in comparison to a lot of other Tetrises that I've played, where you have all these, like, challenge modes and cool things that you can do. You know, it's kind of like, well, hopping into another game of Tetris 99. This is sure. the same as it was before. Yeah, this one's free,
0: though. <laughs> that's true yeah. that's yeah. true hard, to, hard you can't beat free well uh is there is there anything else you've been playing jeremy
2: uh not really other than just flying through my switch like i said running the uh g row through its paces but mm-hmm. mainly i i talked about what i spent the most time on
1: okay uh who wants to go next well i've got an update on my pro controller situation which is uh just a few minutes before we started recording i went to ups and i picked up a package oh no you, you got so, it again <laughs> Doesn't um, look like
3: you've opened it yet.
1: Not yet. So we have an unboxing. Okay. Um, oh. We'll take we'll take some bets here. Not now to get people up to speed in case you haven't been listening. Uh, I've sent to my pro controller twice now to get the D pad fixed. Oh. Um, I'm 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 trying to make it happen. So I don't know what, what do you guys think. It, oh I don't is know. Is the Pro Controller fixed? Or is it just a new Pro Controller with the same? I think it's problem?
2: just a new Pro Controller with the <laughs> same. See, I don't problem.
0: think Because uh, I think all of the Pro Controllers still have that problem, so I don't know
4: if you guys have run it. I'm, I'm going to
3: guess optimistic here. New Pro Controller, it actually works. I like oh, your optimism.
4: Adds, adding <laughs> a little <laughs> drama to the proceeding. It's
0: probably just going to be the same one. I don't know if you guys have noticed in your, playing, in your playing of uh, Tetris 99. but
2: it's, it's just a stack of money and it says, silence, please. <laughs>
0: yeah,
4: it's like, hey, go get, it, get another controller. <laughs> There's a, is a new
1: Pro Controller.
4: It's still the um. same one, though. <laughs> If you wind up having to set it in again, you'll have to like chisel a mark onto the back or something so that you'll know for sure, you know, if it's yeah. your pro controller or not. Why? Well, I don't
0: mark think... it somehow. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't think they're going to send you. Um...
2: You can tell if it's new despite it has not no wear.
0: Yeah, it's right. got the plastic on it. Oh, right, right, that's true. Yeah, I think they're just going to. Are they, I mean, is it a newer one? Like I, I've heard that they all, all of them, kind of like suck the same, like all the way through. Like, like the you know. Uh, most most of the people figured it out with Tetris 99 with the phantom drops, where like that it'll it'll hit up every once in a while when you don't hit up, and that'll drop a block, you know, without mm-hmm. you knowing mm-hmm. or wanting, which sucks. And uh, and I think like if you just keep sending back your controller, they're just going to send you a new one. But I think that the problem is internal. Like I think that they need to make a completely right. new controller for it to be good.
1: You know, right. they're just going to send you one. And my you know. my plan, if I if I have a plan. Uh, just keep <laughs> annoying them until they actually fix it. Yeah, and so I think I was thinking this time around, I'm not gonna play dumb anymore. This is my third time. This would be my third time sending it in. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna spell it out to them. I think this time, and just let them know, like, hey, it's my third time sending it in. I'm well aware that all over the internet, people are saying this is a problem. Can you just like fix my pro controller rather than send me a new one? I want you to pop it open, stick a piece of tape in there, or whatever the the MacGyver fix is that people do. I want you to do it for me. I don't care.
0: I'm yep. not going
1: to do it myself. You guys need to fix this. I paid 70 bucks for this controller. Yeah. I want to play Tetris 99 on it. Make it work. And yeah, make it work.
4: Interesting. I think what they're going to do in that case is send you a new pro controller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. They're probably not unless you like catch some one, one guy there that's like, yeah, no, I can has like these dreams of fixing the pro controller or something. and He'll send yeah. it to you. But
1: I, I doubt. Yeah. Well, it. you know, the first guy that I talked to, he, he seemed. He seemed down. He seemed like he knew that this was a problem. He said, "You know, what, for this problem in particular, we're going to give it. We're going to we're going to help you out." Um, second guy did not seem to be aware of the problem. We'll see about the third person when I call tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> that'll be next week. Uh,
0: stay tuned yep. for that. Uh, more of maybe the- he
2: received the special training where he, they teach you to pretend like you don't know about it.
0: I
5: don't know. Probably. <laughs>
0: I don't know what you're talking about. Just send it and we'll send you another one. Yeah. It's a it's it's a sad like tale of anguish and pro controllers. I don't think it's gonna have a happy ending, but uh that'd be cool if I mean like I said, in order to fix it they have to make a completely different controller. So
2: I mean I do yeah. wonder so like you've mentioned Trey those uh Joy Cons you got the are they the arms ones? Yeah. That they seem like they work better, no. so I wonder if like one of the special edition Pro yeah. controllers, if that's a different, if that's a like a newer model, or yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Like kind of fixed
2: it up at some. It's point. more likely it's just the same mm-hmm. guts, but I do wonder. Yeah, mine, you know.
0: mine were, were the Splatoon ones actually the the green and pink ones were the ones which supposedly oh, those, okay. which uh, some people were saying that they were having trouble with the uh, original ones like the gray or the blue and red ones. Which uh, my mm-hmm. gray ones seem to work fine, but. But I, but but definitely the the Splatoon ones that I got felt a lot tighter. Like they, like they, like the other ones were they felt kind of like when the way they were connected to the Switch they felt a little like wobbly. The ones that came with it, but the newer ones okay. were they clicked in yeah. better. So
3: Ninten- Nintendo has kind of been low key, just quietly. Changing stuff that doesn't work about their hardware, yeah. though, especially this gen. Like I've heard that more recent models of the Switch just have a sturdier uh, stand on the back. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I well, be so good, maybe, man. maybe they'll do that at some point with the Pro Controller if they haven't already. Well, I, I don't know. I felt like when the
0: Switch came out, it was. It wasn't quite fully done yet. Like they yeah. kind of just threw it out because they really needed to put their foot in the water, or in the, you know, they needed they needed something out there. Like after the Wii U right. was kind of crashing and burning.
3: Yeah, they they needed something for that fiscal year.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I feel like yeah, that's kind of what they're like. Well, this is what we have, so we're going to put this out. But, as, but yeah, as you're saying, that we'll secretly. Fix it, you know, so to speak, as we go. You know, we're like make stuff a little bit different in each in each iteration, or whatever. So I think that's kind of what they're doing. Aside yeah. from that, is that all you've been playing, John?
3: That's it. Okay.
0: <laughs> what uh? What
3: I've been playing with the customer service roller coaster. It's <laughs> the worst game ever. <laughs> have you you haven't uh, have you tried the
0: free demo of Splatoon yet? Of Splatoon two? No, not yet. I'm planning on doing it tonight. Okay. Well, I mean, I figured nice. we'd do it after we after we're recording, but uh, I don't know if there's there's probably no taste of the single player on there, but but regardless, you should get Splatoon too. It's a great game. It's it's in my it's definitely in my top ten best Switch games of all time.
3: It's for really sure. solid. Yeah. Uh, I play it way less than my girlfriend, but she's really into it, mm. and it's it's fun fun to watch her play it. Yeah,
0: it keeps. Uh, I'm not very good at it, but it keeps bringing me back for the Splatfest, And I played through all of the single player, and I I really love the single player. It's probably like 20 hours worth of play there. Plus I got the oh. uh I got the Octo expansion, which is way too hard for me. So <laughs> like, I, I like it, but it's it's for people who are better than I am at that game. So it's kinda uh, like I wasn't able to get as far into it as I wanted to, but but no, it's yeah, still it's a lot of fun. Like the online's great. And I don't even like really like online games, so that's good that I stuck with this game as long as I did, you know. Yeah. So what what have you guys been playing?
3: So I uh I've been playing a couple games. Uh, less than usual, actually, but the first is Baba is You, so it's cool to hear that Jeremy nice. has been playing it, and uh, maybe you guys have even talked about it last week. It sounds like, um, yeah, I I really really love Baba is You. Uh, I feel uh, it sounds like I'm not quite as far in it as Jeremy is. I'm on like the second world, but I I do really already love the variety of the words and like the creativeness of the puzzles. It's just a really excellent game to kind of like pick up for like twenty minutes, play a few rounds, and then like put down and go do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I uh, I I thought I'd be really cool by bringing Baba's You to this podcast. <laughs> it's Like, look at this look at this any game that no one's heard of, but Jer- Jeremy beat me to it. Oh, Baba's
0: U is great. Yeah, no, no, Jeremy yeah. got it last week and we we, we touched on it. And yeah, I haven't I haven't gotten it yet just because there's a lot of stuff coming out, but I'm
3: I'm definitely interested in. it oh yeah absolutely worth it that like a steal at 15 bucks mm. just uh really unprecedented like I've, I've never played a any game like it let alone a puzzle game just really really smart really fucks with your head and mm. and makes you think in ways you've never thought before it's cool cool mm. shit also great soundtrack just yeah! really cool kind of
4: yeah, yeah. ambient synthy tracks uh, I really, really appreciate the soundtrack. I think it'd be great for, like, uh, if you're on, like, a long drive or something or, you know, doing some paperwork. It'd be good to just kind of have in the background get you motivated. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think I, I put I put one song from the soundtrack on last week's episode. Oh, nice. No, just
2: listen to
3: it a little it's bit. It's a very but, relaxing
2: yeah. game, too. Like, it can get a little frustrating sometimes, but it's never, like, rage quit frustrating.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sometimes you'll have to, like, scrunch your, your forehead to really figure stuff mm-hmm. out but it's very chill it's a very chill game mm-hmm.
2: yeah nice so i i likened it last week i likened it a little bit to uh to, you ever played lolo the adventures of lolo on yeah Daniels? yeah adventures of lolo it reminds me of that a little bit and then it also reminds me of like the scribble Knots games where you they yeah. had the modifiers
3: yeah
2: zombie flying demon or whatever that's yeah kind of what the, the words sort of remind me of how they yeah, affect that's... the environment in that way
3: yeah um, it's like adventures of Lolo except Lolo can turn into a wall and then <laughs> <laughs> and then float over a gap yeah <laughs> no that's that's cool I like that that's
2: cool my one of my favorite things about it is that how you, how you change the conditions so like even though it's usually you're a Baba and you get the flag to win you can change yourself to, you can be you can be the rock and uh, the wall can be win I don't know if yeah. there's but I've gotten that but that's like an example of where all right, well, I'm no longer Baba. I'm a walking rock, and now yeah. I touch the wall, and that's the end of the level because the conditions—that was the conditions to win.
3: Yeah, the the most satisfying puzzles to me are the ones where I can make myself the win condition, where it's like <laughs> Baba is you, and then you put Baba is win on the same line, yeah. and then <laughs> and then you automatically succeed at mm-hmm. the at the puzzle. That's um, that's like yes, I am win. Thank you, <laughs> win button <it's> says. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's literally like a win button. It's, yeah. it's cool. Nice. Yeah. Also, uh, thank you for inviting me onto your podcast, because it's kind of an unwritten rule that I'm no longer allowed to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links on our podcast. <laughs> so you're just spreading it here like a <laughs> oh, no. virus. virus. <laughs> oh, no. I was unaware. Because <laughs> we're, uh, yeah, because I play it all the time. I've played it every day, <laughs> almost every day since it's come out. Uh, because I just think it's uh, it's really addictive, it's really fun, and it's probably one of the best free to play games I've ever played. Just from a design standpoint, like even if you're not into Yu Gi Oh, like it's it's got a it keeps you engaged at all times because there's always new events. Uh, it's incredibly generous; like you keep getting new cards, you keep getting uh, more than enough uh, resources to buy yourself new cards with in game currency. I've almost never spent in-game money on it, and when I have, it's been like, oh well, I've played you for a thousand hours. I guess I can give you ten bucks and not feel bad about it. <laughs> and uh, and they keep getting uh, voice actors from the original anime to reprise their roles as these characters, like mm-hmm. twenty years later, and like all these characters have unique dialogue with each other, and it's just like I I never watched the Yu-Gi-Oh anime before I played this game. Now I've watched a bunch of it to like get context, but uh. Yeah, it's it's good. You go dual links is good. Thanks for inviting me. Do you, so what is that?
2: What is uh, that mobile platform? Is that
3: for? Yeah. So what do you play yeah, it on? Oh uh, yeah, it's on iOS. Okay. Um, yeah. IOS, Android. Android. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, and yeah. So that's that's just been something like you know I can <laughs> I can pull while I'm riding on the train or whatever. Just uh, uh, and you keep. Like, every every month there's, like, a new character you can unlock, and each character has skills that change the way you can play the card game. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's rad, and it's free. I uh, should say that
4: I also played this game. I played it long enough to unlock all of the original roster of characters, but now there's, like, 50 characters from the 7,000 Yu-Gi-Oh! animes that there have been. Mm. And uh, I don't have any of those. Okay, Daniel. Okay, Daniel. It's a (laughs) lot of characters. It's a hard uh, game. And you have all of them or whatever. And uh, that's insane. But, uh, you know, it is a good game. Uh, It's a a very good free-to-play game and definitely worth checking out. I just, uh, you know, I hope that if you do check it out it doesn't wind up consuming your life as it has consumed Daniel's
3: <laughs> what, what, what do you play really for like an wild. hour or two a day it's fine uh, aside aside yeah. from
0: collecting aside from collecting like thousands of characters from the anime like what do you actually do in the game like what is the actual is it like a turn-based strategy game is it an rpg like is it oh, it's, oh, uh, it's, it's the card it? game like uh, it's oh, okay.
3: it's kind of a simplified version of the card game you get uh, you get cards and then you play matches of Yu Gi Oh against the computer or other players online. Okay. Um, yeah. And, uh, and you keep getting new cards and the loop just goes on and on. You can build new decks for each of your characters. And, uh, and yeah, the, the skills do things like, uh, like Yugi can, uh, start a match with Dark Magician in his hand or, uh, or Joey can, uh, can spend all but one of his life points to uh, roll a dice and then draw that many cards. Mm. Yeah, it has really just captivated me with all the cool stuff it does. Mm. It yeah. certainly has
4: captivated you.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I know absolutely nothing of, of Yu-Gi-Oh. Never, never saw the show. Never played the game. Or I know what I've seen the character in shops. That's about it. That's about Is all I know. About like it,
1: Pokemon.
3: Uh it was like around Pokemon the Pokemon training card game. Yeah. Um they're they're pretty different. Um I'd say yu gi Oh probably has maybe slightly more in common with magic than Pokemon, but they're they're all very distinct games from each other. Got it, sure.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that it's that, that has a hold on
3: your life there. But <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it. I I mean, I mean
2: is it just your commute time that you're playing it? I mean that's not so bad.
3: Yeah, like it's yeah, it's it's only like an hour or two a day, like <laughs> And I'm able to get pretty much everything I want out of the game in that time. So, Sure. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what have you been playing, Sean? A couple of things here and
4: there. Uh, unfortunately, none of them have been Nintendo games. Uh, my, <laughs> I, my Switch hasn't been getting a lot of action lately, but I want to change that soon because uh, there's a lot of cool stuff for the Switch. And uh, I'm interested in kind of putting more of an investment into it. I was a big uh, fan of the PSP back in its heyday, if, if it could be said to have had a heyday and uh part of the reason that i liked that that system so much is that it just had all these really kind of like wacky games like just R- like these really weird rpgs or other games on it sure. and i would just like you know they were all like 10 bucks or whatever i just buy them at random and try them out i kind of want to try the same thing on the switch because there's just there's this vast library of mm. games there's a lot on there and and a lot of them are like wow this looks quirky and fun you know so that's my goal but in the meantime I've just been playing some other stuff. I've been really into the Resident Evil 2 remake. I'm a big Resident Evil fan. And uh, that's pretty much everything I could have ever wanted from a remake of that game. Uh, I have finished Claire's story. I'm working on Leon's story. It's very frightening, very action-packed, very fun. Still... Like nice and kind of cheesy and campy and melodramatic as any good Resident Evil game should be. Mm-hmm. It looks like fun. I mean, I'm I'm waiting for a sale on that
0: one. I just uh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Can't fair. I can't uh, can't put out a uh, can't do the whole sixty on it. But I did play the AAA's demo. Expensive. Yeah, I played the demo of it. And it looked cool, even mm-hmm. though I, even though I think Claire looks kind of weird, she's kind of like uncanny valley for me they they both, <laughs> there they, they both are scene yeah. where,
4: first of all, there are a lot of memes on the internet about how thirsty she is, like through the entire game, like it just seems <laughs> as though every time she interacts with Leon, she's like, "Hey, Leon, under these clothes, I'm naked, you know it's like what? that kind of vibe, <laughs> and uh so it's like Joe Joan and Mac all over again, and there's <laughs> <her>. <laughs> Um there's this scene where like she runs into Leon and she makes a corny joke. She's like, Oh, we gotta stop meeting like this, and there's like zombies all around them. And she (laughs) grins. She grins in this way that makes it look as though like a marionette has just stretched her lips apart. Like it's very unsettling. So I know what you mean. Yeah, no, they
0: both they both Uh, look kind of weird. Like it was like "Mm, uh, this is very like, like I said, uncanny valley in the characters, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, altogether, you know,
4: I'm, I mean, it's definitely worth picking up. Uh, obviously, if, if you can, if you can swing the asking price for it, I'd say it's worth it at sixty bucks. But I completely sure. understand wanting to wait for a sale. Yeah.
0: It's just a uh, yeah. For me, it's just because you know everything I do is like Nintendo main podcast stuff, right? So, so my right. spending, my spending money is uh, focused directly to Nintendo and all that, just because yeah. of stuff that we cover, like for YouTube videos and, and streaming and all that. So, oh, yeah. so that any of the sense. so the PS4 stuff comes second to that and. I mostly just get stuff on sale for that when I, and, and That's I, totally fair. And I've yet on. to I've yet to beat a game on my PS4, so I don't play, <laughs> I don't play it as much as uh, the Switch. But you so know.
2: yeah, I've only beaten one on the PS4 myself. when yeah. I've had mine for almost well, yeah, almost two years. Yeah,
3: I definitely beat less PS4 games though. Still, still a decent amount. I beat Kingdom Hearts three just last month. So that's
2: just, true. Yeah,
0: there you go. Wow. How many key, yeah. how many keyblades did it take you to do that?
3: Uh, like nine. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I, I think you need one for every season, right, in that game or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about Kingdom Hearts three. I've just heard of people hunting all sorts of different types of keyblades and stuff through that.
4: You'll never defeat me now, darkness. I have the summer keyblade. So,
2: sounds sounds about right. It has a beach ball on it. It's very light and breathes well.
4: Yeah. Exactly.
5: I
0: believe that. See, like I, I believe that's in the game. Like I don't even need. I don't. I don't doubt you at all. I've I've heard some of the cutscenes or seen some of the cutscenes from that game, and I believe that that's dialogue in there. I mean,
3: <laughs> oh, they're incomprehensible, aren't they? As yeah, as yeah. someone that, from your perspective, someone that hasn't had to play every game back to back to back on <laughs> Yeah, no, three. I. Yeah, I, I haven't played.
0: Yeah. I haven't played any of them actually. I. Really I, I really never really cared that much about Disney movies until they became Marvel movies. But yeah. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I, I watched somebody play one. And I had a friend that watched it and I was like, Oh, this game looks kinda dumb.
3: And that was about
0: <laughs> and that was about all I that's about all I got from it, you know. <laughs>
3: I've I've always been all in on the Disney Worlds. I've loved Disney as a kid, so like experiencing like the Disney worlds from this anime game perspective has mm-hmm. always been really great and fascinating to oh, me. Sure. The uh, the main plot, like the court, the sort of anime plot of the Kingdom Hearts games, mm-hmm. much less invested in. Yeah, uh, inside of like a couple cool characters.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I've heard the worlds are cool. Like, I, I definitely I understand that. Or like, didn't one of them have like a Nightmare Before Christmas world and
3: stuff like that? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah I- Christmas. Yeah. Uh, third game had Toy Story in it. Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's, it's just really great to see like this, like sexy anime man with like long white hair and like a black robe, like laugh <laughs> intimidatingly, and then Woody just like places his hand on Sora's shoulders, like I got this, partner. Like, <laughs> uh, no other game will give you that experience. So. That's true. It I
4: mean, is yeah. very, it is very unique. Sometimes not in a great way, yeah, <laughs> but often in a fascinating way. Yeah, um, yeah th-
0: definitely. There's definitely nothing out there like it. That's for, that's for sure. Yeah. Is there is there anything else you want, do you uh, you've been playing that you want to talk about, Sean?
4: Um, yeah, we uh, Daniel and I are big fighting game fans, and uh, recently an anime fighter that we've long been fascinated by but haven't played very much went on sale. Oh, uh, called Undernight In Inbirth.
3: Yeah, we've uh, we both have been playing this like together. Weird.
4: Yeah. Uh, So we each, we each got it on, we have, uh, there's a PS4 in the living room, and that's Daniel's, and then I have my PS4 in my bedroom. So we both got it, and uh, we've been playing it separately, we've been playing it together, and uh, it's just really fun, very well made, a lot of interesting
3: mechanics. Yeah, the, part uh, of the reason we got it was because it was announced as an Evo game, it's going to yeah. be Evo 2019 this year. Yeah, I was going to yeah. ask, is that like, because there was one game on there that I
0: had no idea what the fuck it was, and I think that's it. Yeah, Australia or that. Yeah.
3: PXC late ST or something,
4: yeah. Yeah, yeah. So my uh I've been playing this character lately, Enkidu, who is kind of like this big strapping monk character. And uh he's just very like he isn't super flashy, but he's very hard hitting and uh he has a lot of fun combos, so I've really been digging his playstyle. And Daniel, you
3: uh what's the name of the girl you've been playing? Oh yeah, I've been playing Phonon. She's this She's this girl with uh, green hair, headphones, and, like, an electric whip. Hmm. And uh, her thing is that she just kind of, like, hits you with the whip from mid-range and then, like, combos you from, like, halfway across the screen. And uh, and she has this great attack where you just press two buttons, and then she spins her whip in a big circle uh, that's really <laughs> hard. For, like, anyone, like, five feet away to avoid. Mm. Daniel Um, has gone online and played ranked (laughs) matches and won the matches
4: entirely because of that ability. Like, he pushes... Triangle and circle at the same time over and over again and they die. Wow, it's really dumb, uh, <laughs> but also kind of great. I'm sure I love it. I love that character. I'm sure he's, he's a awesome. lot of fun to play against, like in the apartment, right? If it's oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh great, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, definitely no almost controller throwing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when he pulls that bullshit <laughs> on me, yeah, none of that whatsoever. <laughs> it's it's to teach him, it's so that he learns the way. Around as long
2: as that. it's your PlayStation Four controller, you can throw. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Have uh, you ever? Have you ever picked the same character and done the exact same move to Daniel to uh, get <laughs> to to piss him off, or just to
4: just to teach him like how annoying yeah. it is to play against that character? I, I haven't, but that's not a bad idea. Uh, we hasn't yeah, uh, yet. <laughs> we typically try to avoid playing the same characters because we just both don't like mirror matches very much. Oh, but, okay, uh, sure. But in that particular instance, perhaps I'll make an exception.
0: <laughs> I had a when I was in high school, I had a friend that um, we we'd play Killer Instinct, and uh, he was a, uh-huh. uh, he was Saber Wolf, and he did the Saber Wolf this one this one move by, of Saber Wolf over and over and over again. And I got pissed off, so I picked Saber Wolf, and I did the same move to him <laughs> until until I beat him. And I was like, "See, it's not that fun to play like that." I mean, I was a dick, but yeah, it was a, it, it was it was pretty it was pretty funny at the time. I thought it was because uh-huh. I just t- I just told him like I just took that. I just played exactly how he did, how he did against him and defeated right, him. Right, right. It was like one of those things. It was like there. See, it's annoying. Don't do that <laughs> move anymore. And I think he still probably did the move after that, but you know, it's uh, it's one way to teach. It's <laughs> to a small that. victory. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, exactly, for
3: sure. You might not have won the war, but at least you won that battle. I have to check it
4: out. Yeah, it's neat. The last game that I've been playing, and I won't I won't go on about this as long as Daniel did about dual links, even though this is my <laughs> obsession that I play all the time. Sure. I'm a big fan of Final Fantasy 14, the Final Fantasy MMO. Yeah, I've heard. I've uh, heard of it. The new expansion, Shadowbringers, got announced a little while back. It's coming out this year. And so I'm just kind of getting ready for it, doing everything I need to do in game to make sure that I'll be ready to just right out the gate, just go and have a good time in it, like leveling up all my classes and getting my gear ready and everything. And uh, so that's been occupying a fair bit of my time.
0: Nice. Yeah, I've, I haven't... I think the only MMO I played was uh, DC Universe Online on PlayStation 3. Uh-huh. uh-huh, uh-huh.
3: Yeah, I played that for, like, a hot minute.
0: Yeah, I, I um, bought it. I, I, like, I paid for it when it came out, <laughs> and it came with, like, <laughs> a free month of whatever, and I think I played for the subscription for another month or something like that. I don't know. I okay. mean, it had, it had, like, all the DC guys in there, and it was cool to, like, uh-huh. you'd learn all the different stuff about the different characters and stuff, but... But I heard no, I've heard a lot of good things about
4: Final Fantasy XIV. I know they reference a lot of the other games in there, right? They yeah, do, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of callbacks to other games. Like uh, one really fun thing that they did this expansion that we're currently on is they uh they did this kind of event called Omega where uh you kind of go into alternate realities and fight famous bosses from the final fantasy franchise. Nice. So, like, you can fight yeah. Kefka from final fantasy six. You can fight X death from final fantasy five mm. chaos from final fantasy one. And you kind of get to do these very, very, very like fan service. kind of nostalgia, you know, uh, induced, uh, fights. Phantom and, Train. Uh, that was really entertaining. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah Phantom <laughs> trains in there. Can you oh, suplex really? it? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, So yeah, I've been having a pretty good time with that. Uh, Definitely looking forward to the expansion that's coming out.
0: Yeah. I would have a lot of fun with that. Like doing that. I don't, Hmm. I don't know if, uh, I know my computer probably couldn't run it, but
4: I think you can get it on PS4 or whatever. I don't know. You can have it on the PS4. It's difficult for me to recommend the game because, you know, like any MMO, you have to, like, do the leveling process before oh, you get yeah, to the yeah, cool yeah. shit, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 and finish Final game. Fantasy XIV is, like, the worst and most grating and boring that I've ever experienced. So, like, where I am now, it's really fun, but I would never want to do that again. Sure. So, yeah. so like, I can't really suggest it to people. It's sure. very
0: frustrating. It sounds cool, though, from what I've heard of it. I like it. Cool. Well, let, let's take a break, and then we'll get into our uh, main topic here and other news stuff. Right.
2: Ooh. Cool. Sounds good.
0: Nintendo Maniacs, would you like to get some bonus content from your friends at Nintendo Main Podcast? Well, if you go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast, you can do that very thing. For $5 a month you can hear some extra bonus stuff which we are gonna call Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. Here's a taste right here.
2: <laughs> So that's it. So you go towards the screen, and immediately you get to a guy who says, oh, you can't pass here. There's a toll. You have to get a job. <laughs>
0: yeah, you do. That, that's the big twist at the beginning. So you have to the, have to have the, job. the
2: very first mission in the game is you have to find a newspaper that's blowing around the map because it has job listings in it. You find a job. It can be either chicken farmer or a soup kitchen manager.
0: The soup kitchen one is my favorite because – Yetis are very hairy, and that soup's going to be filled with all sorts of weird hair. About um, so let's go through a, a few news items real quick here, and then we'll talk about the Nindies Direct. Um, cool. Let's see. Uh, we so we talked about. I know we talked about the Splatoon sale. Splatoon is on sale. There's also uh, it's on sale for like forty seven ninety nine, which is about as good as you're going to get from a first party Nintendo game. But uh, <laughs> yes, it is. I think it was on sale for forty at one point. Like, but uh, which is crazy. But that's huh. still, that's good because, like I said, nothing nothing ever goes down. But there, it's weird because you can buy one. With the um, with the Nintendo Online bundle as well on there, like for uh, what sixty seven total, like sixty seven ninety nine. So that's crazy. They're selling them together. But also, there's a demo this week for Splatoon two. So if no one has, if you haven't played it yet, you should definitely check it out. Uh, and you're, and it's also, I believe you also get to use Nintendo Online service for free as well to use it. Like while well, in, case, oh, in hey, case, that's great. In that's case cool. you don't, in case you don't so have, I don't have it, it,
2: let you use the. If you could play Tetris and stuff, too.
0: I don't know. I think it might only be through the Splatoon game, but I don't know. We we all have on, have the Nintendo online service, so it's hard to... We can't really test it, but... <laughs> right, us, yeah. Too. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's on there.
2: I heard... I read somewhere that they were increasing the uh, the frequency of uh, Salmon Run so oh, that people okay. could get into it more often Yeah, the demo.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. They should just have it going the whole time. Even though Salmon... I like Salmon Run, but I suck at it so much, so I just don't Same. play it. Because, <laughs> yeah, I can't, like, Simon Sim- Run's probably my favorite mode in that game, actually. It's yeah. awesome, but it's hard to do. Like, I just, it's, I it's tough, yeah. I can't, oh, it's hard to do it. Like, even, like, um, like, uh, my fiance, I was playing with her brother, and we were just playing, like, locally, like, local wireless Salmon Run, and we just couldn't, we just couldn't do it. I mean, we, like, the third round, we couldn't make it through, like, in the very end, you know, but, right. Yeah. It's, it's hard. I mean, it was the only thing we could do because we didn't have an internet signal, you know, so we just, like, did it wirelessly, but, yeah, it was, uh, it's difficult. It's a difficult thing to do. Like, it's, um, you need like the whole team, and even with the team, it's still. I feel like I always get like to the very, very end, and then somebody fucks up, and then we just, and then we don't, and then we don't make it. You know, but it's fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun to play. Yeah, we, we used to like a, a friend of the show, Kevin Fair. Whenever he does his I play game events, uh, there used to be always like little pockets of people playing Splatoon Run or not Splatoon Run, Salmon Run. You know, just okay. uh, for four people. Just no matter what game we had playing, like some people would be playing it like in the background. So. Yeah. So, and we'll uh, we'll probably we'll play around with that later on the on the demo and all that. Hopefully, get it get it up streaming. If your listening is on Friday, so we would have done it yesterday. But if you got John, to Twitch, have you downloaded it yet? Not yet. You know, it might. are you saying it might. It might take like an hour to download <laughs> with your. We'll, we'll, we'll figure. We'll figure it out after. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's on sale. Um, there's actually actually to go with the uh, Nindies d- Direct today. There's a bunch of shit that's on sale. Like, before it started, I, I just threw down a few things. Uh, like, NBA 2K19 is 1979, if anybody wants to play that game. Uh, I haven't played any of them or care to. But I'm not saying. <laughs> that's on sale. Uh, was it Civilization 6 is on sale? A civilization six, ukuleles. Um, uh, I know, like the some of the some of the obscure square games are still on sale, like non Final Fantasy ones, like a uh, Setsuna and, and Lost Fear. Mm-hmm. Oh, and
3: uh Romancing Saga two.
0: Yeah, Romancing Saga two, and like that uh spelunky game, like that weird, like way way back in a uh, Nintendo main's past. Like we did a it's
2: like a spelunker party or something like that. Yeah, I remember. Uh-huh.
0: You, I remember you played that. Like you played the Japanese demo of that, Jeremy. Like a long, I long did. time ago. Yeah. I think I did too, and it just was so weird because you like fall, but you don't fall away, but you die. You remember that? Or like every time, yeah, you over, it's, uh, it's
2: a lot like the original Spelunker.
0: Yeah, it's strange. I didn't play that one, so I don't know. I was completely lost on it, but yeah, like some of their older games that are on there are all on sale. Romancing Saga Two actually did. I did a, a playthrough on YouTube and got a lot of. It's probably one of my highest viewed things because I don't think anybody played that game when it came out. So, oh, nice! Uh, it's interesting. It's, like, it's it look- like half
3: off night. You get it for like yeah. twelve bucks or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it looks it looks a lot like uh, old Final Fantasy, but it
3: doesn't quite play like that. Like it has the same like. Um, yeah, the saga games art. are all like kind of like Final Fantasy with a bunch of weird injected into it. That guy, that <laughs> yeah. guy makes. Makes RPGs in a very strange way, mm. yep. uh, but he makes so many of them that he kind of has a following for doing it. Yeah. You know? Well, the, yeah. the the weirdest thing to me was uh,
0: that they have a permadeath, but it's like it's like death points or whatever. I forget what they call it, or life points or something like that. But oh. every time you die, you lose one of these points, and you can only refill it like in one way and maybe once during the entire game. So if it gets completely depleted, your character dies like forever. Like you can never bring them back again. Oh, and wow. uh, that's an interesting to, thing to it. I know. I think they did that in a few of the saga games. But I ran into that while I was doing the playthrough, where I lost my main character and then I reloaded and started again. <laughs> but it, but it's completely different. Like if you lose the character, it'll go to somebody else, but the story changes. So it's like it's very wow. very complicated, but worth messing around with. I guess if you if you're if you want to get into a weird. Uh, a weird old RPG for less money. You know, you can check it out.
3: Yeah, I, I've been considering that one. Mm. I, I might pick it up.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't fully recommend it just because it's weird. But I mean, if you're if you're into that, if you want to explore like some older stuff and, and you want to want to try it out, go for it. I mean, it's it's different, but it, it looks nice. I mean, it's it's a nice remake of it. You know, like all the yeah,
3: sprit- all the yeah, those, those, nice. those sprites look good. Yeah, I, I like the art style. Mm.
0: There's like what what else was it? uh... Grim, band, Grim Fandango's on sale, uh, Guacamelee! 2 and Severed,
1: like, so that company has I'm thinking Ardenbuck Grim Fandango. I've been wanting that game for like 20 years and saying oh, I'll get it <laughs> sometime. It's $10. It's
3: $10. Yeah. Yeah, I bought it! Yeah, I got I, it
2: through I think it through an indie bundle on Steam.
3: Humble? I Some yeah. kind of bu-
2: humble bundle, that's what yeah.
3: I meant. I have Grim Fandango on every platform besides the Switch, and I have not played it yet. Oh, wow. Uh, well, maybe you should yeah, get like, It was a PlayStation <laughs> Plus game at one point. Yeah, I got it I got through it that. The Steam bundle. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I, play, I, I played it. I uh... yeah, I think I played it for like an hour on PlayStation Plus, and that was about it.
2: And, yeah, but yeah, it's a hard game in the yeah. sense that it's very old school mm-hmm. point yeah. click adventure that yeah. can get super obscure. What I yeah. hear like Sierra games used to be like that, which I've never played one, but
3: yeah, or like I... those
2: Shadowgate games or something like. Right. Yeah. You just get stuck really
3: easy. Mm-hmm. I've always loved those point and click LucasArts games though. Curse of Monkey Island, one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. Uh so I've so I've always been meaning to get to Grim Fandango because that's like the one that I've missed out on. I've done full throttle, I've done Day of the Tentacle, I've done all the Monkey Island games. Like Grim Fandango is that one like gap on my on my Tim Schafer games merit badge, you know? Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well there's yeah, actually yeah. Th- um, there wasn't there a news story about that John that uh that they were planning on revitalizing the Lucasfilm games
1: like it's in the is there a the news story in? yeah is yeah, that so how? Disney just announced they're bringing back Lucasfilm games not Lucas Arts oh okay uh, but Lucasfilm games which was the precursor to LucasArts. Okay. and isn't it so, less
3: isn't it less like they announced it and more like they quietly have been hiring for it and then uh yeah yeah. That's how I they have found to look it. The
1: article again, but but yeah, I think that was the was the case. It's, somebody found it on a on like a job posting site. Yeah. And so that's how they found out about it for Lucas Film Games. Hmm. So, yeah. Hey, all right. It might be I mean it's just going to be a, a banner name only at this point. It's not yeah. the same people sure. from 30 years ago, but But if it yeah. could get it's like cool that the intent is there to sort of rekindle that that uh old spark and they even use, um, I'm not sure if it was an official graphic or not of the logo, but it it, it looked like the old logo. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Is it the little, so, the hand, the, the hands out with the little like thing connecting them that looks like
1: part of, a no, song? it's not, not that. Yeah. It's not, uh, Lucas arts, but it, it looks, it's like, it says Lucas film and it's all like, you know, 16 bit,
3: yeah, whatever you'd insane. call it. It's okay. very 16 bit. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's cool. I, I like. I kind of like that if they're going kind of back to their old school roots. Yeah. There, I'm not.
1: I'm not certain if that was somebody grabbing that from one of the old games. Oh, okay. It there, yeah, or if that, that was an official
3: release. But yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's just a job listing, then I. It's. It's probably. It's probably not that.
0: Well, I mean, they could. If that would lead to them releasing some of the stuff that they own, though, like that would be cool. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, I I was going to say, if that could lead to, like, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, if you guys remember that game, like, that was an old, old, old school point and click from, like, 92, like, with Indiana Jones in it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh, probably, yeah, you know, right, there's probably right. a better yeah. chance of that, seeing that than, like, Full Throttle or Day of the Tentacle or whatever. But if that led to, like, releasing some of the old LucasArts stuff that they own, like Star Wars stuff, like Dark Forces, I would love to see a mm-hmm. uh, remaster Dark Forces 1 on Switch. Like, I would play it just as much as I play Duroc right now. Oh, I, sure. lo- I love those old-ass first-person shooter games. Those are actually kind of, <laughs> like, I felt like I kind of got left in the dust with that, like, when everything became, like, Call of Duty. I just I just wanted everything to just stay the way that it was and all that, it's like I, it's like I want to be it able to is. carry, I want to be able to carry twenty weapons. Like, don't give me this two weapons at a time bullshit. And I don't want to, I do want my, I don't want my health to come back. I want to fucking find a med pack. Like, what is this all
3: about, guys?
4: I get that impulse. I get where you're coming from there. Yeah, yeah. that's why it, I like it. Is, the, yeah, it's like really interesting
3: if Lucas Arts or if LucasFilmGames Games slash Disney is like hiring people again. You know, because yeah. Disney just a couple years back. Uh, kind of shut down all of their in-house video game studios, right? Oh, right. Yeah, they, they were did. like, we're, yeah. they're like, we're Infinity. just going to outsource yep. all this shit.
0: Well, was, uh, wasn't it after like uh, around the time of the toys? Like, what were those toys that's called? They had uh, the Infinity? Disney Infinity. The Infinity. Yeah. I have, and, a, uh, I have a couple of them. And that oh, right. that horse yeah.
3: ran out of juice. Yeah. So they, uh, so they're like, yeah, we're we're done with Disney Infinity. We're selling Avalanche Games to another developer, and we, uh, we're just going to outsource pretty much all of our video games now. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that they're. That they're hiring for basically an in-house Disney studio again. Right. I, it almost yeah. makes me wonder if they're like slowly getting ready to take that Star Wars license back from EA. It's like you—you guys, yes. you sure. guys have done enough. They—they've done enough. they more than please. enough. They really, the really—they
1: even mentioned that. Yeah, yeah the article they article really from really the source should. called yeah. uh, PC Games N. That's mm. the name of the website, and they even mentioned that too. They said, you know, the EA thing was a disaster. EA is I, a disaster just in general. It seems <laughs> <like>. <laughs> I, I just have to think Disney has to be refocusing their video game efforts because, I mean, look, they just finished the, the Fox deal yesterday. Yeah, that's oh, crazy, yeah, too. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, Like, they got Star Wars. They got Marvel. Like, come on, guys. You guys got all the best stuff in the business. You have to come out with basically a Disney equivalent of, like, an Act- Activision or... Right. Or a big name publisher. they Disney Interactive,
2: Virgin, but, right? Too yeah, as well. Yeah.
1: I mean, does Disney Interactive still? Is that still a name? I'm not sure. Whole thing? I don't know. I'm
3: not sure, but I, I do know that they have they have their Marvel Games Studio, but yeah. Marvel Games doesn't make any games. Marvel Games just hires. Uh, insomniac to make spider-man and yeah. they hired uh-huh. net Marvel to make future fight and stuff you know well, it's like a yeah.
0: and, and what was it isn't ninja theory doing uh or no team ninja is doing a ultimate a marvel ultimate alliance 3 also with nintendo which is weird so yeah. it's like i was like thinking of probably the most recent marvel thing i've heard of was that like uh that exclusive that they got for the switch but but they're not even doing that either it's a team ninja's doing it so yeah yeah Weird, weird stuff. But yeah, I hope. I mean, I, I hope. I would love to see them bring back, bring back some old titles, or like, or do something with this. I mean, it's like Star Wars is huge. Like you're kind of, I don't. EA's kind of been known to destroy things, and they're. I mean, they pretty <laughs> much. Just, say. I mean, they pretty much yeah. destroyed Mass Effect. They're kind of destroying Star Wars now too. Um, I mean, it's like, come on, guys. Like, what's uh, what's happening here?
1: Yeah. We do. A, this is kind of curious uh, to me that Disney doesn't really have that big. A big uh, presence in video games that they license out all these properties to different studios and everything like they could sure. just concentrate it all and make their own gigantic studio um, to make I, all I, these I, properties, all the, Disney, the Marvel, mm-hmm. um, you know, Star Wars, everything. Why not make your own Activision, but it's Disney. Hmm.
3: That's, that's a great point, And I almost wonder if them not doing that is deliberate. Video games are such a huge money sink right mm-hmm. now yeah. and yeah they they can be very profitable but there's mm-hmm. also a chance that you put like millions hundreds of millions of dollars into producing this game and you don't get as much back and yeah. disney i don't think disney's about that disney's always about making more money yeah. than they spend yeah uh, mm-hmm. so like i i think they saw what happened with disney infinity saw all the money they sank into that and saw the diminishing returns on it and were like we're never doing that again yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure. they're gonna do the same thing they do with their uh animated movies where they're going to be like available for a couple of months. And then you're to be able to buy it again. For <laughs> Put three it back in vault. Yeah. the
3: Disney Disney vault. vault. <laughs> Put it back in the vault. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For sure. Yeah. But I'm hoping for some more, some Art stuff, some good stuff might come out of that.
3: Oh yeah. I'd, I'd love yeah.
0: that. Uh, just, I'm going to run through the rest. These are like, there's a bunch of stuff on sale. Um, right. through After the indie thing, like at the very end of the, of the video, they were like, Oh yeah. And all these are on sale. Just the ones that I saw that I was interested in, uh, Thimbleweed Park, Donut County, Moonlighter, Firewatch, Night in the Woods, Inside, Iconoclast, Yoku's Island Express, and uh, Flat Heroes are all on sale. Uh, Yoku's uh, Yoku's Island Express was on my top ten best games of last year. Uh, if If anybody doesn't have it, definitely get it. It's fucking great. Okay. It's a lot of fun to play, but yeah, no. All of those were stuff, and Night in the Woods was on Jeremy's top ten as well of it Switch was, releases yeah. last year. So
2: I don't know about fi- if I can recommend Firewatch unless you really like walking simulators. Sure,
0: <laughs> I just I just uh, marked it because uh, people yeah. it's popular because people have I don't know anything about it, but but I've heard people talk a lot about that. Like uh,
3: I, I saw Iconoclast I kind of on beautiful. a lot of people's lists for last year,
2: but it's yeah, not I, much of a game.
3: Yeah, I really appreciate Firewatch. It's it's not super groundbreaking as a video game, but it, it has a it has a really great narrative.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, yeah, uh, but also like um, it, it feels weird to get on the Switch because part of the cell I think is kind of the the visuals of Firewatch, which are a little downgraded on the Switch. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, yeah. I,
0: I watched a video of it and I thought it looked okay, but I don't really. I'm not familiar with uh, with any of the other
3: stuff on it. So I, I guess if switch is your only option to play that game, get it on the switch. Yeah. I talked
2: about it on one of our episodes a long time ago.
3: Yeah, I bet you did. Cause when I, I, I got yeah. it on this
2: on steam a long time ago.
0: Yeah. Isn't, wasn't inside. Like, wasn't that, didn't we talk about that one too? I felt like somebody mentioned that. Or maybe I've not.
2: only played the demo of it. I still haven't played that full game.
0: Oh, okay. But yeah, but what I'm saying is there's a lot of stuff on sale. Like if you're, I was interested, I was thinking about donut County. Cause a lot of people were, we're like raving about that last year. Like that was on a lot of people's lists, and they've also it's, compared it to Katamari Damacy, but with holes. It, it is
3: like inverse Katamari Damacy. Yeah. Like, yeah, your your hole gets bigger the more things fall into it. Uh that's that's a wacky. That's such a weird. That's one of those games that just embraces how weird it is. You know, yes. like one of the protagonists is just a talking raccoon with a smartphone that. Yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah. It's 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 so wild. That game's so weird, but. Um very charming and how weird it is. Yeah. Like uh, Anamari Damasy. Yeah, no I'm saying that's what that's what intrigued me to it. And it's like that you know, one
2: started as a mobile game, didn't it? I think I, so. Um
3: I actually I think what you might be thinking of there is that Donut County got announced as a console game, but it the guy took so long to make it that someone made a rip off game for mobile phones. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. But it is on yeah. it's on both though, right now? Like can't you get it on IS IOS as well, Donut County? Uh,
3: I can find that out for you real quick. I think you can. I, don't know. I thought yeah. you
0: did because uh, one of our—I remember one of our previous guests saying that—that that it was better. They felt like it was better, like the control was better on iOS, just because. Of oh, the interesting. Screen. Okay. Yeah, there it is. It's on. Uh, it's on iOS. Yeah, yeah, I see it too. It's five dollars. Yeah. So yeah, five it's all, its all, its also cheaper it's on iOS. On iOS, it's four ninety-nine yeah, versus the nine ninety-nine that it's at right now with the sale. But still, I mean. I like playing things on my TV and not my phone. So I would pay the extra $5 for that because <laughs> I'm mean, yeah, fair. I mean, Jeremy and I, we, we've talked about it. Uh, mobile games, they they have no effect on me, I guess. I'm not really into playing stuff on my phone at all.
3: So I don't either. Yeah. But I, yeah I tend to prefer consoles and TV games. Yeah. yeah. I like, like even Even the Switch, like 90% of my Switch's playtime has been on in TV mode. Like yeah. It's been docked. Yeah, me too. It's uh, 90% yeah. on the TV.
0: And, and sometimes I'm like, oh, cool, I can play it in bed. But most of the time I just play it on the TV in, in my house. Yeah. And
2: yeah. if I'm playing a game mobily, personally, I want it to have essentially its own battery. That's not my phone battery. So right. that's why I'd rather play a Switch or a 3DS yeah. or even a so like Game can, Boy Advance.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You can play as long as you want. You don't have to worry about it like possibly going out. Like If you're like, oh, I really enjoy this. I want to play it for a couple more hours. It's fine. It's on the TV. Now I'm, I'm stranded scared.
2: somewhere yeah. and I can't call anyone
0: yeah (laughs) yeah you keep talking about that too the possibility of not being a donut county is amazing
2: (laughs) (laughs) and now i got sucked in the same hole
0: yeah (laughs) now you're in the hole so yeah like i said there's lots of stuff on lots of stuff on sale i think it's on sale till like the 27th too so you get some time after the posting of this to check that out let's go through some other stuff real quick uh this one i think is funny um was it nintendo tweeted something about uh about tax day, <laughs> about Animal years. Crossing, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, and people are like, "Oh, wait, that's gotta be there." Might be an announcement with that. I mean, Animal Crossing fans are pretty much waiting for anything to happen, which I understand. Uh-huh. There hasn't been an Animal Crossing game for what, like six years, seven years, maybe more. I mean, when when did New Leaf? I mean, I guess there's a the mobile one, but like we said before, yeah, new, don't new count that Leaf, stuff.
3: I think came out 2013, Uh sometime between 2011 and 2013. Uh, it got it got an update in like 2015 mm-hmm. or 2016 that yeah. added amiibo functionality yeah. and really like made it like it added so much content with that that it almost felt like a, like a nice hefty expansion pack you know mm-hmm. oh for sure yeah yeah but now it's been a little while since then too I'm I'm definitely ready for a brand new Animal Crossing for oh, sure oh yeah yeah uh, well I mean Me they too. they had that little they had that small
0: little teaser you know with Tom Nook in that direct that they did and yeah and I think uh, and it was supposed to, and they were saying it was gonna come out this year, so yeah, I think people are just you know really really anxious, especially animal crossing fans like are just really anxious for a new game, you know, if you aren't still playing the original one, which you could be because there's so much stuff to do in there,
1: but, <laughs> yeah. but all the tweet was really indicating was that there's you know something to do with your money, which was buy a Nintendo switch. Yeah. You know when you get on tax day. Now was yeah. it? Yeah,
0: no it's, it's it's just them being like it's like the what fl- it it's like the flaming chibi all over again. It says uh, really? It's like except for that one actually kind of led to that something. I still think that means something. <laughs> <laughs> it just it's just the the sprite from that terrible chibi robo game that I got for the Amiibo that came with it. Uh yeah, it says Tom Nook is here to help you file your tax returns and he's already ha- he already has an idea for what to do with your refund. Hashtag nintendo switch nintendo dot com slash switch so I mean it's basically yeah, but then but people of course, animal crossing fans they're reaching for anything and they're like, wait, maybe we'll hear something at tax day I mean, I hope so for for all of our animal crossing fans listening,
3: you know but <laughs> yeah. but chances I, are I, no <laughs> i I could see it being absolutely nothing it's interesting that like dice keep seeming to fall towards. Towards the potential of an April Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Um, and uh, since a- since Animal Crossing is a twenty nineteen game, if there is an April Nintendo Direct, it feels like maybe Animal Crossing should be mentioned in it. Mm-hmm. So I think I think these fans might end up being right, but for the wrong reasons. Sure. <laughs> like I, I I don't think that this Tom Nook tweet is part of a grander plan to reveal the game in April, yeah. but it might coincidentally happen.
0: Yeah.
3: I was yeah, that's my uh, guess.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, well, you guys—I mean, that's what you do on your show, it's just predict stuff. I would
4: yeah, what I was saying. Thinking...
2: he's probably the most capitalistic of all Nintendo characters, so it makes sense. That Tom Nook,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, maybe right.
4: Wario could give him a run for his money. That's true.
0: Oh, sure, sure.
1: But <laughs> Wario <laughs> would just play to steal the switch, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he would uh, pay for it.
2: Yeah, he's like, a, he's like a real capitalist. He steals things.
1: <laughs> steals, <laughs> steals it, steals
0: it, and then sells it for extra money so are you saying that you guys think that there's going to be a direct before e3 because i think that was what we what yeah, we said I, after the last direct that we might not get one before that
3: but you think yeah, we that, might? that's that's what i was thinking immediately after the direct too but i keep seeing all these like little indicators that maybe we'll see an april direct or at least an april mini direct maybe not a full-blown one likely. Mm-hmm. yeah maybe not a full-blown one but maybe like maybe just like a high I'm I'm Reggie Fizamae. Here's four announcements, and now I'm retiring. Bye, everybody. (laughs) I was gonna gonna Um, say like
0: uh, I was gonna say like he's gone now, isn't he already? It's like Uh, too soon. He takes the last
1: copy of Mother Three and lights it on fire.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He
2: he bows down to Doug Bowser and Bowser
0: (laughs) (laughs) cuts his head off or burns him with his with his fire, dragon fire. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So I mean, hopefully, I mean, I I figured. I was under the impression that Animal Crossing might be their big E three game. Is what I was thinking of. Maybe, hmm. you know. I mean, I don't know what else they would. I mean, I guess maybe Zelda, but I figured that was Zelda was going to be more of a hol- like a holiday title. The hmm. the remake of uh, I think they even of, said uh, so. They Link's said Awakening. late twenty
3: nineteen, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. I, I could see Animal Crossing being a big game that they show at E three, but I think they also realized that Animal Crossing appeals to a certain crowd. Yeah, um, and uh, and that that is that's not really. Uh, something that will like light the E three audience specifically on fire. Um so I think they'll talk about Animal Crossing at E three, but I think their big game will be something else. And I add if if it's between Link's Awakening and Animal Crossing, I can see them focusing more on Link's Awakening than well, Animal Crossing.
0: What was it? Uh I, I think uh I think Super Mario Maker 2 is supposed to come out around that time too. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah they'll probably, June twenty nineteen. June. Yeah, yeah, that's June. So, I mean, that's you got that one on the horizon too. It isn't like a fire them like July, like
1: the Three Houses. Fire, fire, yeah. July, well, yeah, yeah. So, I would both... guess then that whatever happens in April is going to be talking about Mario Maker 2. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. if the game is already going to be out for E3, they're not going to be like, oh, here's everything about Mario Maker and it comes out next week.
3: Right. You know. Oh sure. Yeah. They did Yeah, so so April's a great opportunity for them to give more Mario Maker details. I agree with that, yeah. Mm.
0: I think I think they did the same thing with Splatoon too, right? Where they did like a big direct for Splatoon right before E three because Splatoon was gonna be out before E three happened and then they focused on other things when they got that, like then that first year. I forget what it was, but mm. Oh, it was probably Odyssey that they were that they were doing. Like because yeah, they got Splatoon out before that, you know, so so yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I believe that there could be an April direct coming up. So uh, aside from the N- Nindies direct, uh, Castle Crashers was announced for mm-hmm. the Switch. Uh, I never, right. I've never actually played that game because I've never owned a Xbox. So, but I, oh you know, man, but I did use, uh, I did use a song from it for that for that <laughs> uh, WRT radio episode mm-hmm. that I did, but I'm interested in playing it. It's multiplayer, right? But is there uh, online? Yeah. Can you play, like... Uh...
3: There is online, yeah. Okay. Or at least there was on the original 360,
0: which was how I played it. Sure. I Yeah, I don't think... I don't see them not doing it in this version, because it's supposed to be like a remastered, you know, definitive edition, whatever. But, yeah, no, I'm interested right. in checking that
4: out. That yeah, game it was... got so much play at Daniel's house when it came out <laughs> that I'm still sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, I hope that you enjoy it. I hope people who get it enjoy it, but man. <laughs> i never played it. Oh so, my yeah. god, it's like every time we had a party, it was like, let's play Castle Crashers! And you're like, no! Well, I'm, just, I'm just still over it.
3: <laughs> you're like, no, fuck that I, shit. <laughs> as, as you can tell from that story, I had a good time with Castle Crashers. <laughs> you I played, sure did. Uh, a lot. In in 2008 or 2009, whenever that came out, I, I'm i wondering how fun of a game it is in 2019. Um, I, I feel... I feel a lot of that game's, a, a lot of what felt fresh about it, and a lot of what was funny about that game yeah, was very like 2008 mechanics and 2008 2008 humor. You mm-hmm. know, like I I wonder if if a if a deer shooting itself off the screen with its own diarrhea is really going to land as wow. much okay. uh, this year? Yeah, hmm. is, yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm curious. I'm I'm curious to see to see. Could've at up. least
2: given us a spoiler
4: alert.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, wow, Daniel, the yeah. king of spoilers,
4: has spoiled the <laughs> shitting deer of yeah. Castle Crashers. Yeah. Oh, hopefully, <laughs>
0: hopefully, I'll I'll forget about it by the time it, I get to it. You know, right? Yeah. So yeah. That's yeah. something I'm, I'm forget I'm, about. I'm Sorry, yeah,
3: that's, it's, that's... it's fine. I think like a final be... boss level spoiler, man. I'm sorry.
2: I do remember it. I mean, I remember it being like. You know what was that that was early on in the Xbox Live Arcade or whatever so that was oh, like Oh that was that was one like that, the
3: first Live Arcade games yeah. That was
2: that was indie that was an indie game like before but they maybe they were calling them indie games I don't know if they were at that time but yeah. this is like the, this is like you know the prototypical
3: indie game <laughs> the dawn so of indie
2: kind yeah. of yeah right. so. yeah
3: it, it really kicked off that era of indie games yeah. it really yeah. kicked off the era where where an independent developer could like have their game be a success? That was kind right. of unheard of back.
2: That then. was like post, yeah. like Alien Hominid, which was similar like style. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Started as yeah. a flash game actually. Oh yeah, yeah. To yes, the consoles.
1: I think of that. I think of Limbo. I mm. think of uh, what's the one where you can reverse time? The platform where you can reverse
3: time. Raid. Raid. Raid yeah.
0: Oh, Raid. I think Limbo.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think Limbo was way way later
0: though. Limbo was on. Or maybe
3: not. Oh, Limbo. Limbo was like 2012 or something. Yeah, yeah. Or 2011. Was it?
0: But yeah. yeah, I think I feel like Castle Crashers was a, one of those that definitely put like Indies on the map. Where it was like, oh, you know, everybody's talking about it now because this one's so good. And,
2: mm-hmm. and, and it kind was kind of like yeah. the game people didn't know they wanted, but it was, but it was still like old school.
3: Yeah. At the mm-hmm. time,
2: even it was old school.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I felt that it was kind of like it was old school, but uh, in that contemporary way. You know, like
2: mm-hmm.
3: it 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 took. It took these things that we have nostalgia about and made them a bit more palatable mm. in the year that it came out in. Yeah, sure.
0: So yeah, I, I'm. I don't know. I don't. I don't think there's an actual release date for it, but I'm looking forward to it. And and if it's like under twenty bucks, I'll probably end up getting it. Um, but some other stuff aside from the from the Nindies, uh, Yacht Club says they're making a new game. Finally, they're finally moving past uh, Shovel Knight, which they <laughs> they've been working on forever. Or, or well, I mean the whatever the King of Cards or, or Night King or whatever that expansion was that still hasn't
3: come up. I guess they're oh, working um, on
0: something else on the side. Uh,
3: yeah, uh, about that. Uh, the wording of this announcement is a little interesting. Um, they've said specifically that they're publishing a new game. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound. Uh, uh... It doesn't sound like they're developing this specific announcement. Okay. I'm sure that. I'm sure that they're just about ready to move on from Shovel Knight and start a new game themselves, but I don't think this thing that they're teasing is that.
0: Yeah, yeah, they've been like, ready
3: to move on from Shovel Knight since shortly after it came
0: out. Uh, <laughs> were you were you not a fan, or are you just like blew it? Sean,
3: um, Sean is weird about indie games. I love Shovel Knight.
0: I, I thought Shovel Knight was awesome, but.
4: I'm sure that it's a fine game. I was, I was, you know, I was just initially, it didn't really grab me. I was kind of turned off by the aesthetic, and then it wouldn't go away for years. <laughs> and like Shovel Knight just showed up in every other indie game. Like he's in <laughs> Ukulele, he's yeah. in fucking, I don't know what else. It he's feels Smash like he's Smash been in like 50 games. <laughs> right. He's the assist trophy in Smash. And uh, uh, I'm just ready to strangers.
3: leave. Yeah.
4: I'm just ready to leave them behind. You know, I'm ready <laughs> to see what else Yacht Club Games has going on. Yeah, it,
3: I, yeah. <laughs> what Yacht Club of Games is going on might be Shuffle Night too. Oh my God! Come <laughs> on, guy. Uh, well, I mean, they, they they had a poll a, a couple years ago where they said where they asked people what what they wanted to see from Yacht Club Games next. There were a lot of cool options on that poll. Mm -hmm. There was, like, would you like to see our take on Mario? Would you like to see our take on, uh, like, on Mega Man? Would you like to see our take on RPGs? Uh, Would you like to see Shovel Knight 2? And, uh everyone voted for Shovel Knight 2. A poll like that is
4: just a fucking trap, because like, <laughs> you, if, if you include, would you want to see Shovel Knight 2, of course everyone's <laughs> going to vote for it. If you don't include it, then everyone's going to at-reply you going, what about Shovel Knight 2, frowny face, and like you can't escape it, <laughs> yeah. no matter what you do. I'd really
2: like to see you use that engine again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. yeah, I've never right, seen yeah. any
0: other games that different characters that aren't Shovel Knight in there. Like, every, like all the expansions to it. Yeah, yeah. But from what this there's like an animated picture of like an of a ninja looking person with a sword like standing by this like neo city that's completely like destroyed and lightning bolts going on. So it's definitely not Shovel Knight, but yeah.
5: yeah.
0: And it, and they said that it's uh, what is it? it's in it's like in in the in the same umbrella of like as as your striker gunvolt and and all that stuff. So It
1: still may, has a retro know, art style to it. Yeah.
0: I don't yeah. know. Um I never played any of those Zero Striker games, so I don't know about those, but yeah, there you go. That's, uh, I think they should finish the King, all their other shit that they're doing before they get to that. But
3: like, this is, uh, I think they're definitely like Yacht Club games themselves is definitely like their nose to the grindstone on that right now. Mm. It, it sounds like this is just them giving another developer some money to, to publish this yeah. and like distribute it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, for
0: sure. Uh, kind of a big, we actually talked about this last week, uh, about the um Castle, like, well, we said Castlevania anniversary collection, but yeah, apparently it's yeah. going to be a Konami anniversary collection. And we were actually talking about it possibly being like, you know, and the NES Castlevania games, because they hadn't shown up on the Nintendo online service yet. Right, right. And, and I guess they're in there. Well, it's showing like Castlevania 1 and 3, not uh-huh. 2, but 2
1: on Game Boy. Weirdly right, enough. Yeah. yeah. That's really yeah. weird. About much revenge.
5: quest
1: well, first all, we should clarify that they're actually doing three anniversary collections. Yeah, at $20 each. Uh,
0: one of them is yeah. coming out in April, so that's the Arcade Classics one, which has mm-hmm. Haunted Castle, which pretty much looks exactly mm-hmm. like Castlevania from what I've seen of it. Um, <laughs> uh, Typhoon, uh, was it Typhoon, Nemesis, uh, and Vulcan Adventure, which is not a Star Trek thing, I guess. It's really Gradius, <laughs> too. But Life, Life Force, Thundercross, Scramble, Twin Bee. But we already have Twin B on uh on NES. Twin on the yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we do, do have done. it on, on yeah. the NES. Yeah, uh, I, I thought
2: don't... Life Force was on there too.
0: No, Life Force is not. I thought but, Life but Force was uh, Gradius is.
2: Maybe on the Wii U.
3: It'll probably be the arcade version of Twin B, though. For what that's worth, from yeah, from what I saw, oh, right.
0: from what I saw on the Konami website, the picture looked the same as the NES one that I played. Just
3: mm.
0: I don't know how much different they are, but it looked it looked the same to me. But mm. but they might they might just it might have just been a perfect uh, conversion of it or whatever. But yeah yeah I mean I don't know I don't know how interested I am in those. I like radius games. I don't know about the arcades, but hey yeah you know, I'm really interested. To, here. I'm really interested to see what happens with the Castlevania stuff because because there's yep. still four games that they haven't shown yet. It's like are they going to be DS games? Are going to be Game Boy Advance games? Like can we finally get Symphony of the Night on there? Like what are, like what are we doing here? You know like I'm kind of yeah, the- right.
3: The the Castlevania website specifically mentions uh, that this collection is the Castlevania Classics. That makes me feel like it's going to be pre-symphony. Well, couldn't that be? Uh, I mean, Castle. When was the last Castlevania game that came out? Like,
0: couldn't that be like anything? That's, like was, like pre <laughs> bad point. Anything that's pre two thousand. I mean, what? I mean, didn't like Symphony of the Night come out in like ninety eight? Like, or it was like in the late nineties. So it's pretty classic to me. Some... That's twenty years ago. You know, it's like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man. yeah. True. My <laughs> yeah.
3: Point is something not a classic. Yeah. yeah,
0: unless they were only unless they're only going for I don't know for like old Nintendo style stuff. But like Super Castlevania's on there. I, I think that's kind of cool. I'd like to play that
3: on the go. You know, that's a, mm-hmm. I like that game. But yeah, okay. Here's the actual wording. The first Konami Castlevania collection is designed to be a completed collection around the origins of the historic franchise. Okay. Yeah, so that that's what made me think that maybe this will this will be pre PlayStation,
0: Well, know? If they put if they put like Rondo of Blood and Bloodlines on there, I'd be totally down. I mean, I don't think yeah, Rondo, Rondo I don't Re-brave. think Rondo I don't think Rondo will make it, but I'd really like to play Bloodlines,
4: the Genesis game, which I yeah. hear is great. Mm-hmm. I uh, I grew up with the Genesis before I had my Super Nintendo and I loved Bloodlines. I loved playing as Eric LeCard and like pole vaulting with his spear. Uh, that's a cool little hidden gem in the Castlevania franchise. It's a very cool game. Yeah, I was going to try to get it, but
0: it's a little pricey for the for the uh, Genesis cartridge. But I, yeah, if they throw mm. it on this collection, I'm totally do it.
4: Well, I'd my really parents like have it. the cartridge in their garage in Florida somewhere. So if I ever dig it out, I'll I'll bring it uh, back to Chicago.
0: Oh yeah, no, I'd, cool. I'd play it. I would play it for sure. Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. If if you don't want it, I'll, uh, I have a Genesis hooked up right here, so I, I it could. Oh, uh, nice. I could play. Yeah. No, I keep um, keep all my systems still hooked up because you never know. You never know when you might want to play Turok out of nowhere on sixty four, <laughs> like, like I did that one night. You know. So right. So I keep everything. I also going. got the Contra collection.
1: How do you guys feel about that?
0: Yeah, there's a Contra collection too. Now, now is this is Contra one? Is this the NES one? Because as far as I know, the NES Contra has never been released on anything. Like not even a Virtual Console. They went straight to Super oh, C. Oh, I don't know. Like they never did. They never did that one. I don't know why. I know they. Re, I think they released like the Contra arcade game on uh, 360. But as far as like the NES Contra that everybody that we all know and love, that was never re released on anything. And I've heard like different things that it was about, like the name of it, or like they didn't like do the right, I don't know, copyright, whatever, blah blah blah, with it. But yeah, if it's the NES one, that's pretty huge because it's never been on anything. But but yeah, Super C. Uh, I don't, I haven't played Super Contra, but Contra Three Alien Wars is an excellent mm-hmm. game. It's uh, on Super Nintendo Classic. Also, I think I have it on 3DS and we and Wii U as well. You know, it's
2: I own that game. game physically.
0: Yeah, I might have it physically too. But it's it's a
4: good game. I don't
0: know what other four they would put on there, but
4: yeah. Oh, speaking of uh Sega games that I wish were in these collections, Contra Hardcore is one of my favorite run and gun mm-hmm. games of all time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was for the Genesis and it would be great if made it to that collection.
1: Because don't think they- yeah, it says four more games to yeah. yeah. be announced. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I
0: would like to see some Genesis representation in here in there, in the Konami yeah, sure. classics. I'm I am mm-hmm. I I didn't have a Genesis growing up. Like I just got a Genesis a few years ago, so Huh. I, so there's all sorts of uh, lost on me was that a was <laughs> that a fake surprise huh since since we have a Nintendo focused show here
3: <laughs> no, no actually I, that, that was a genuine huh yeah uh-huh. that's, that's that's interesting yeah no I I'd did... say
2: between the two of us we had played Genesis you know we weren't completely okay. like,
3: yeah I played uh, had
2: strangers friend... to it but yeah I also also I guess I owned one in my early 20s that I didn't play very much but huh. I just got my Genesis like less than two years
1: ago oh yeah, I bought I had, the, I had the opposite experience with the Super Nintendo. Yeah, I, I had the Genesis. Me, me as too. A kid.
3: Me too. I was a Genesis kid, and then I didn't get a Super Nintendo
0: until my twenties. I, I convinced a friend of mine to get it, so like we like shared. Like <laughs> he would play. I don't know. I, I was young, you know, my my thought process didn't make doesn't make any sense still to this day, but I felt like Nintendo was betraying me because they were making me buy a new system. Like I thought that you know, everything <laughs> should be I thought everything should be NES forever. You know, that's cuz I was like 9 or whatever I and I didn't understand. Are you sure like, that wasn't what your things. parents telling you like we don't,
1: we don't want to buy another system?
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they even knew about it. Like I don't think they cuz I read it through Nintendo Power cuz that was like my source for everything back then, you know, cuz we didn't have any internet or whatever. And I remember them seeing that there was a new system, and I probably thought that I'd never be able to get one, because, I don't know, I don't have any money, you know, I'm I'm, I'm a kid, and, and I was kind of mad at Nintendo for going for making a new system, and I, I remember saying to my friend, I'm like, oh yeah, fuck that, like, the Genesis looks way cooler, get that, and he ended up getting it, and I think he never forgave me for that, for convincing <laughs> him to get the Genesis instead of the Super Nintendo, but... But then, but then it just later, it didn't really
1: click that you could buy both. Yeah, I,
0: yeah, I yeah. never thought of it yeah. at that time. Well, there's, I don't think I could have. Like, I mean, I didn't buy them; they were gifts. Actually, you know what? No, I did. I bought my Super Nintendo with my paper out money, so never mind. I, I did buy that. I bought it by itself with no games, like just the regular system. <laughs> so you just got to stare at it for a little while before you
4: could afford games as well. That's good.
0: Yeah, I bought it regular, no games, and then I got a, I think I got Mortal Kombat One as a. Nice Christmas. That a so that was like my favorite, my first game that I got was uh, the Super Nintendo Mortal Kombat one with the sweat, like without the blood and all <laughs> that. Right, of so, course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was what I what I played a lot. But whatever, I, I didn't really care at the time. It was it was fun
4: for me, but my mom got me MK one for the Genesis when I was like four years old, because she thought <laughs> that it was just people sparring. Like she didn't know about the fatalities and stuff. Oh yeah. Or the blood code. And then code. one of my friends yeah. came over and introduced me to the blood code, which yeah. of course in the Genesis version, let you unlock blood. And she, she was mortified. She's like blood code. What blood code? Like she couldn't believe that, uh, you know, I had that my friend had betrayed her like this and, uh, sullied my innocence.
0: Yeah. My my mom didn't really didn't seem to care that much about Mortal Kombat. I don't think we even like had a conversation about it ever. Like you <laughs> know, I mean it was just like, Yeah, whatever. Because we used to go I mean, we went to, we went and played it at the arcade, you know, but I don't think we ever really didn't never really talk about games with my parents, so it's like Yeah. Whatever. Right. I remember talking... like my uncle was I remember at one Christmas he saw me playing Mortal Kombat and he was like, Oh yeah, that's that game, like with all the blood and all that <laughs> And I'm like, Well not this version, this is the Super Nintendo one, so but you still get to kill yeah. people. You know, they ended up using some of their uh I mentioned it before but the the replacement fatality they did for Sub-Zero that ended up becoming his fatality later like the one where he froze the person and shattered them like that. Uh, ah yeah, yeah yeah. That was the super, the one made for Super Nintendo the censored one and that ended up being his fatality in 2. So right. Mortal Kombat 2
3: so yeah. you know. Yeah my my dad bought Mortal Kombat 2 to play with me and I remember him like sitting me down and being like okay well uh, yeah. <laughs> like he he was like okay son like I don't want you swearing like in public but when we're playing this game and we're trash talking you can say fuck (laughs) you can say shit you can you can say you're gonna kick my ass it's cool Uh, but don't say it outside this house
0: yeah yeah, they're gonna say like, well, you know, don't whatever you do, son, don't try to like uh, do the scissor flip like to your friends and all that, you know? Because <laughs> that's what what they were afraid of, right? It's like, yeah, I tried to pull my friend's heart out, but it didn't work. You know, I can't do it.
3: It you only know? worked a little.
0: <laughs> it's like I don't have Kano's strength. I can't. I can't like go. I can't go through skin with my fingers. Like, I mean, I don't know what you guys were thinking we were going to do after seeing that, but <laughs> it's not like you we can play Mortal Kombat, but do your
1: best to have the characters talk it out and work their problems. Yeah,
5: <laughs> it's
0: like as much as hard as we tried to pull each other's heads off, it just never worked. You know, it never happened. I don't know, but yeah, no. Actually, when I bought the Genesis, I bought it at Midwest Gaming Classic. But I finally bought Mortal Kombat One, the one with the blood coat. So I actually nice. even did a comparison video on YouTube. if You guys are ever bored? Okay. If you check it out uh, between the Super Nintendo and, and Genesis One. But but yeah, um, yeah, more Genesis stuff. I'm into that. Putting it on there. Nice. Speaking of
1: Genesis, though, mm-hmm. there is another game coming this was announced for japan i don't know if it's coming here but uh, sega vir- age's virtual virtual, virtual racing. racer yeah
0: no yeah. virtual racing
1: yeah so that's pretty cool i mean that game was a big deal back in the day and that was a game that cost like 100 dollars or whatever yeah I, and, I think the
3: i think the word on sega age's games is the united states is going to get them eventually we the we place. have some of, we have some of them i mean i got well what was it
0: i got um i got outrun through the japanese yeah. shop before it came out here and it was probably like a month difference i think yeah, no, uh, the they
3: they recently mentioned that we were getting Game Ground and Poyo Poyo in February. Oh yeah, uh, and and we we haven't gotten either of those yet in the states. I, I also. Uh, they... I also yeah. bought Game Ground through the Japanese eShop as well. I like I like those Sega Ages games. They're they're fun. Yeah, well, because yeah, I like. I've been trying to be patient and wait for Game Ground to come out over here, mm-hmm. but I might just get it on the Japanese eShop at this point. It's the
0: way to go, man. I've been playing. Uh, I've mentioned it on the show before, but I've been playing Phoenix Wright, the Phoenix Wright trilogy, for like the past oh, three, nice. for the past three weeks because it came out way early in Japan. It's <laughs> yeah, totally it's, it's all English in, support. Yeah. It's all in mm-hmm. English. Yeah, you just download it and it's. Just shows up in English. You don't even have to change anything. Yeah, it's, is it's that, perfect.
3: Is, is that your first time playing the franchise or? Uh
0: no, I played it uh I played it on my phone and I played it on Wii also on the WiiWare Wear Okay, Cool. Okay. But I've never fully beaten the first one all the way through. So I, I think I, I think originally I just got through the samurai part when you when you meet Will Power and, and all those guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't yeah, so uh,
3: fourth fourth case is a good case, so, so yeah, I definitely no, get I, that I, part
0: this time. No, I love it. I, it's a lot of fun yeah. to play. Like it's it's great. It's it's just like I said before. It's just like anime without voices. You know.
2: Yeah. So it yeah, feels like yeah.
0: you know, or like reading reading manga or whatever. But no, I, I like Every that. Every
2: time you bring up Willpower, it always makes me think of the Indy 500 because <laughs> that's the person who won the Indy 500 last year.
0: Yeah, Jeremy and I went to the Indy 500 and Willpower won. But also the actor <laughs> that was that uh was accused of murder and and the uh, Phoenix Wright was Willpower also. <laughs> And what what did he he killed like Mr. Atomic or something like that? Or Mr. Jack Bomb. It's all their, their Jack names, Hammer? Jack Hammer, yeah, yeah. No, all their names are hilarious. They're always just like They saw are, it. yeah. Well the very first case is uh was it Saw It? Is it the guy's name is Saw it? The guy who oh, yeah. supposedly saw yeah. you, saw uh, Gary Butts or whatever, his friend. Larry Butts. Larry Butts, yeah. 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 <laughs>
3: Who is sometimes called Harry Bots by mistake? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: no, yeah. They do that as a joke. No, that game's yeah. a lot of fun. It looks great, and yeah, just uh, if you have a Japanese account, like I said, just get it. It's only thirty bucks. Uh, you get three games, so that's ten bucks each. You know, for the trilogy, and uh, yeah, yeah I've recommended recommended a bunch of times on here. But yeah, I've been. The, that's the beauty of having a of having a Japanese account. Also, is you can just play shit early. Like uh, I, I do, yeah.
3: I do seriously love how easy it is to be region free on the switch mm-hmm. it's it's really amazing yeah i i remember like having to go through an import store to buy stuff like jump ultimate stars for the ds right mm-hmm. and then just not being able to buy japanese 3ds games without buying a japanese 3ds right um yeah so the fact that they kind of turned around and you can just log into the japanese eShop shop with your american switch uh it's it's so good so yeah. good man Sure. Yeah. No.
0: I like it a lot. I li- it's the same thing that you were saying. Like, it's so easy to do, and I like that. It. It's you know, you can order stuff from Japan. Like, I got was I got Puyo Tetris. I ordered that when it came out because it was a launch game in Japan, and it didn't come nice. out like four or five months after or something like that. So I yeah, I imported that. But doing the stuff online is just so much easier. Like I've gotten oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. arcade classics earlier through that, and like uh, or like you can play demos of games that aren't coming out. Like I played uh, the Dragon Quest Heroes demo, like was free on there. You can only play it through Japanese game, uh, Japanese or the streaming Resident Evil. Yeah, Resident Evil. As I was saying earlier, I I did the uh, online Resident Evil thing, which which didn't work very well. Which uh, we didn't. I think we weren't recording yet, but yeah, that was on the subject of that Stadia, Google Stadia. I guess we can talk about that briefly. Uh, My interest level in it is like negative ten. I think I don't really. (laughs) Well, I mean, it just reminds me of like like PlayStation Now or like that. Resident Evil Seven thing that was streaming, like, or like, or if you've ever been to those hotels that have like Super Nintendos in there and they don't work because they're streaming, also, it's like
5: Ah. I've never (laughs) really
0: seen something work like that. I know it's Google and like maybe they're Mm -hmm. good at something, but I don't know what games are going to be on there that I give a shit about. I don't. There's not going to be like some some JRPG exclusives or something like that that I'll give a shit about. So it's not really. What's interesting Mm -hmm. about it though
1: is that it could be you know we talk about netflix this could be the actual like netflix for games And um, it if it's successful it could introduce a whole new model where maybe you pay you know 20 bucks a month and you get a whole library of games um the newest latest games whatever and you, you could actually end up saving some money you don't have to buy a console anymore you just buy the controller for whatever it's going to be 100 bucks or something and they,
3: they kind of uh, have yeah. neglected to uh to mention the pay structure, haven't they? They haven't right. really mentioned how that yeah.
1: works yet. I mean, I think that's very intentional because they just want to show what it is first and keep people excited they've, about yeah. it. They've, they've kind that's of alluded that three. you
2: need you need a pretty hardcore internet connection, like which you may what, no matter how much money you have, you may not have access to something fast enough to run this service.
3: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're in Chicago. Business? All we got is Comcast, and Comcast is – yeah. Is kind of balls yep. and, garbage. We and, mm. we and, and we are and I live
2: out I live out in the boonies, so mm. I don't have I do not have fiber out here. Yeah. But, but they like,
1: recommended uh, download speeds of twenty five megabytes per second. Yeah. So and I, I think what I read today was that the average speed around the country is around fourteen or fifteen. Mm. So you know I get my service. They, That's they on a good they, day. Yeah, the service you know that I subscribe to, they said oh, one hundred megabytes per second. <laughs> Per second, whatever, but it's that's that. always like yeah. you know ask yeah. marketing speak. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, 2 a.m. maybe when nobody's using it. <laughs> but yeah. um, so I, I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm optimistic for it. I think they're p- going to put it right there with their whole suite, the Google suite. You know, of uh, you know Gmail and all mm-hmm. the other stuff that they got, Google Drive.
2: I think it's um, the wave of the future for sure. I, think, like, I yeah. think that's where games are going. I mean, they have to, sure. yeah. but I think, you know, eventually but not you know, there yet and, and I don't understand a lot about it, but you know, as right. far as like quantum computing goes, they've sort of figured out entanglement to a certain degree, whatever that means. Like that's the sort of stuff we're going to need for no lag. I don't yeah. think that beaming yeah. a signal to, you know, a central computer and then having it send the video output, back to you is ever going to be fully functional because there's too many mm-hmm. variables on that, along that pipeline yeah. both ways. So like yeah. no matter how fast your internet connection is, who knows what else is going to get, so to yeah. speak. In you know, way, it's not a big way, truck, you know, you can't just put a bunch of stuff sure. on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they try, yeah.
1: They tried to get around it by having the controller connect by a Wi-Fi, So it's not connecting to the Chromecast or whatever mm-hmm. else. It's going like right another... to Google's computers. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah. supposedly that has.
2: That, that might, some, you know what, I didn't even realize that. But that yeah,
1: might we've, we've never have, had a system like that before. Yeah. Mm, you know, sure. PlayStation controller connects to your console, which connects to the Internet. Maybe maybe that's the biggest difference. You know, obviously it's not going to close the gap entirely on the latency, but maybe that is the biggest difference. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, what, like,
0: I'm I'm still like, for me, I'm like, what are they going to have? Like, Cut the Rope and, like, uh, Angry Birds <laughs> on there? Like, what, what kind of games are we going to have for the Google it's system? Like the,
2: yeah, right.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like, what... <laughs> What, it seemed like they're they're taking it, a
1: big swing. Like if you saw think the people who were exclusive. up on stage announcing it, they had Dylan Cuthbert, who created Star Fox. Yeah, I know they had um, they had Id from yeah. from Ubisoft was heading up for the Google yeah. new game studio. Yeah, I mean, they're they're dead serious about yeah. it. So I, that's yeah. why I think they're not going to drop off like you know with uh, Google Wave and all that. They're, Google- they're taking <laughs> a huge swing. They put up a, a big show. Yeah, Google Glass and those other ones. Yeah, so, it's.
3: At GDC it is, it was
1: primetime, big show.
3: They're making a big statement. I think they're going. Yeah. For it. the The most interesting thing to me is that Google Game Studio, because depending mm. on how the latency things work out, um, that means that there will exist video games that you cannot play without like at least a little bit of input lag. Mm. You know, like, and that's uh, I, I think uh, Jeremy's kind of right about the about this potentially being the future that's kind of a scary future to me i think it's i think it's really wild to think about in terms of like in terms of games preservation and like just having these these digital only games that you can only play like remotely from like someone else's computer you know yeah. it's that can make it very hard to like keep a video game for for twenty years. You for know? Sure, I mean yeah.
2: we're already like you, you already see people argue arguing online. I physical, guess cool. Yeah. Sort of been digital. part of the discussion about like if you if you buy digital versus physical, sure you own your downloaded copy of the game, but you still are kind of just paying for the right to have that software yeah. sure
3: there's a sense and, that it's not truly yours and, that, and yeah. so
2: this is one step beyond that yeah, this, yeah. Is, yeah. No, this ain't yours there's no fucking way yeah
0: <laughs> well like <laughs> well yeah once they once they shut down it's like uh it's like when nintendo like closed the online for the wii and it's like oh Here's some games that don't work anymore because we don't have online service for the Wii. Same thing. Whenever yeah. they decide to shut down the Stadia, whatever you had, you ain't got shit now, man. You got nothing also imagine like, a yeah, controller. Yeah, how <laughs>
2: half baked games could be like they're so half baked now. How much more half baked they could be if they were streaming? You'd be like, well, here's this game so far. We're gonna fix it as we go. Oh yeah, they're yeah, streaming yeah. It right yeah. Now.
0: yeah <laughs> the the like beta version or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's the uh... There is also that worry that Google has discontinued services before, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if they make games exclusive, exclusively for the Stadia and then discontinue it in 2027, you know, then that's that's video games gone forever. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. No, it, yeah, yeah. that's what, I mean, then that's what that is. You know, like, once they stop the service, it's done. You know, like, you don't have yeah. anything to go on there. So it's like... I'm, I'm yeah. sad
3: enough having to... Uh, Save all my Google Plus posts in my hard drive. You know, like. oh yeah,
0: yeah, that's going too. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I actually got an email about that. That was like, oh, if you I want forgot
2: it. about Google Plus. The
0: only, the only most Goog- people did. Well, the only Google Plus thing I had was uh, just more Nintendo main stuff. Like, I think I put our show on there or whatever, like just to try to get more people to look at it. But, but yeah, I did get an email being like, if you want anything, you better save it. And I'm like, no, I mean, it's just <laughs> it was just more links to to what you know to like Libsyn and like wherever we have our stuff at. So. Whatever, but yeah, no, I'd completely forgotten about it, (laughs) or forgot that it was going
3: away. You know, so I, I mostly just posted animated gifs on it because it was the first social Mm. media that let you just seamlessly put a gif there and like, well, besides Tumblr, but I wasn't really using no context, right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. before like Um, uh, Twitter or whatever, you can do that. Yeah, but I would also post my dreams on there, and I had a dream where I got a brand new Smash Bros game, and the only playable characters were Mega Man's dog, um, a Wave Race 64 guy, <laughs> yeah, and the Nintendo 64 disc drive. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I play that and, games. <laughs> and yeah, and so Google Plus was great for that. Wow. Putting <laughs> down my thoughts like that, but yeah, I would, I'll miss it a little bit. I would, I would play that game.
2: you yeah. <laughs> too, man. Yeah. Contacting the great beyond or whoever it is that give you your predictions, like so, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, so I, I said it before we—I think before we were recording. But uh, you know, to go along with everybody's fear of Google dropping things, I mean, the, a big reason they do that is because they have the money to do that. You know, this isn't like uh, you know, well, shit—we're this far in development, we have to release this product, or you know, this service yeah. is uh, the service is messed up, so we have to put whatever it takes into it to fix it. No, Google would just be like, eh, yeah onto the next sport
0: <laughs> yeah well we'll find out i guess but uh this isn't a stadia podcast we still got more to cover here i think sure. i think just for time just because i don't think we have much time left i want to talk about the nindy showcase so we'll skip whatever, oh, right, what, right. whatever else whatever else uh, we have that's in the here.
3: nintendo thing that happened
0: yeah i want to talk about the main thing uh there were some other small news things it doesn't really matter let's talk about the nindy showcase uh I guess we'll just go right through the games here. Uh, number one, right off the bat, uh, Cuphead. Oh yeah, also a friend of the show. Uh, our, our, our friend of the show guest, Janet, got a full time job at IGN. Congratulations. yeah, Janet. That's amazing. Thank you for hanging yeah, out with amazing. us. Thanks for hanging out with us when you did. And uh, I don't know how the contract is if you can still be on our show, but we'd love to, you know, stay in touch when you go when you make it to San Diego and all that or San Francisco. But yeah, we wish you the best, and uh, you know, thank you. Yeah. It should it it's only, you can only go up for here. It's pretty amazing. I know you've been working on that for a long time, and I always figured that you would uh, that you would make it there. We just wanted to say our shout outs to that.
2: Oh yeah,
0: yeah. And congrats again. I'm sure you've heard it. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't want to forget that one. Uh, anyway, uh, where we were. Cuphead. So Cuphead is on Switch now, or will be on Switch in a couple weeks on April 18th. April 18th. Yeah. yeah. How, how so? So, did you guys? I know you guys do. Uh, did you predict that at all,
3: Cuphead? Have you said that? I uh, know. Um, no, wasn't really thinking
4: about that one.
3: Yeah, uh, I did not predict that, but I'm not surprised by it. Uh, I've uh, over on other podcasts, I've been kind of a broken record that I think uh, we're going to see a lot of Nintendo and Microsoft collaboration in the future. Uh yeah. So this. Cuphead makes a lot of sense as one of their first steps. Really, Minecraft was their first step, oh, and huh, yeah. this makes a lot of sense as an additional step. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I was uh, I was actually more expecting to see Ori in the Blind Forest uh, yeah, as, so a, micro, as a Microsoft mm-hmm. first party mm-hmm. yeah. game. I see that a lot that um, they lend over to Nintendo. Yeah, um, um,
0: I mean, it, but it could be. I, I feel like they are really all about like putting my, putting uh, Xbox on everything. So I mean
2: yeah so did any of you notice the juxtaposition i watched this twice and um when they're the treehouse folks or whoever those are announcing the uh i guess they're not treehouse people but the indie people Mm -hmm. were Mm -hmm. announcing cuphead they were like and thanks to our friends at microsoft like they refer to him as our friends at microsoft then within like two sentences after that this game's about when cuphead made a deal with the devil i don't know i thought it was kind of funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah right how close i didn't put that that together but yeah that's hilarious i didn't
0: put that together either yeah uh, well, yeah. Now that now that we've uh, now that we sold our soul to Microsoft, here's uh, here's Cuphead. But what, really, I mean just yeah. them
2: like I don't know, them saying thanks to our friends at Microsoft, I don't know, it felt very much like Microsoft was sitting there like while they were talking, you know.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah very surreal trailer uh incidentally like uh yeah i had no idea I, I almost there. forgot about it because i was so i was kind of looking at all the gameplay that beginning part where the guy's like i'm going to put on this creepy mask and drink milk pour yeah, milk in my really glass on there yeah i uh i didn't know what that was because i've never seen i mean i i've
0: seen cuphead i played it for like a little bit like at a, at a demo station river but i don't you know i I've, i haven't played it so when he was this guy with this old timey milk thing, I'm like thinking like what like Bioshock? I don't know. They did all old timey stuff uh-huh. like that in there, or like mm-hmm. or like that We Happy Few game, like where the, everybody wore the weird right. masks. Like I was yeah, not know. That and, and, like, and by the way,
1: have you played Cuphead?
3: Uh, no, we haven't. Yeah, um, no. yeah, I've I've been um, interested in it. Um, actually, my my girlfriend is the most excited about this and she's going to have me play through it with her when when that game comes out. Yeah,
1: right. I'm just wondering what's the reference to to milk? Was that something completely just no random idea. or whatever or I don't know. Is that a Cuphead thing? The mask was was there some sort of like dog whistle in there I've for a Cuphead a, fan?
4: I've seen a decent amount of Cuphead footage and I don't think that has anything to do with Cuphead the game. Like well, I legitimately the, don't know.
3: Yeah. The the guy was uh, my girlfriend and I watched this trailer together, and the guy was just like talking about milk and shit, and we were both just like looking at each other, kind of confused. And then he put on the mask, and my girlfriend went, "Oh!" And then, uh, and then cuphead footage started showing, and she wasn't surprised. Okay. So I think the mask is a reference, but the milk may not be. Okay. Yeah, it was because they were other like-
2: than a cool like splash effect where they like came out of the.
0: Yeah, right. Away. Yeah, because yeah, they were talking about outlaw, like outlawing uh, coffee or whatever, and like he's like don't drink coffee, drink milk. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening here. But then, you know, <laughs> but then it all came together afterwards when they showed the game. <laughs> right. but, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, uh, it's. Less I'm than, very
1: excited for it, In April it's coming pretty soon.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, less yeah. Than, less than a month away. April 18th, twenty bucks, 19.99. Great, great deal. Um,
2: and you I can think it's a good deal. you sold. can buy it.
0: You can buy it now. You can pre pre purchase it, preload it, all that stuff. So yeah, it's. I would see you know like all of these directs. There's always like a available today thing, and I thought maybe that was going to be the available today thing.
1: Mm-hmm. The available today yeah. was Blaster Master,
0: Blaster Master yeah. zero, zero two, two. <laughs> zero and two. There were actually there was actually three that were available. There was another like weird yeah three shadow drops. There was another wow. weird arcade one, but we'll we'll get to that. Um,
1: Cuphead was if right they ever in. did, but if they ever did like a Final Fantasy ten two for Blaster Master zero two it would be blaster master zero two two zero two two yeah yeah i
0: actually laughed out loud when they said that it was called blaster master zero two because yeah like, me too it's ridiculous yeah but i mean i it came out for 99 9.99 today i actually thought about getting Ten it but bucks, i yeah but i didn't really i didn't really like the first blaster master zero so like i wasn't really that was why but, i was kind of like not sure about getting it or not because i couldn't
3: but, get into that first one the first Blaster Master Zero was was solid to me. It was like a six or a seven out of ten, mm. um, and and looking at Blaster Master Zero Two, my problems with Blaster Master Zero One were that it felt a little slow. There's you know the the gameplay got a little repetitive, and Blaster Master Zero Two already looks like it fixes both of those. Like there's there's more action. Like there's. There's more stuff to do, stuff that feels quicker, uh, and there seems to be like a lot more variety in both the areas you explore and the things you fight and the abilities you get. Um, it really does just look like an improvement on Blaster Master Zero in every way. So even though I wasn't super pumped about my Blaster Master Zero 1 experience, uh, Blaster Master Zero 2 actually seems like it would very much be worth 10 bucks. Especially when you consider that the first one had uh, free DLC for a while, like it kept doing things. where, like, "Hey, Shantae is a playable character now. Yeah. If you get if you get her in the first two weeks of her being available, she's free. Mm. Otherwise, she's two uh, bucks." Uh, so if they do that again for Blaster okay. Master Zero Two, being an early adopter of that game really will pay off. Yeah, who I, knows if that's happening, but I think it. I think it will actually. Was, was Shovel Knight in that too?
0: Like, did they stick him in there also? I think Shovel Knight was in there,
3: yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, and and as
5: <laughs>
0: no saying, yeah, no. I think he <laughs> he's in was everything.
3: As your as your striker, Gunvolt and Shantae definitely were. Also, I think uh, that girl from Galgun or something. Yeah, uh, and maybe Shovel Knight. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. Like I, I, I got it right when it came out just because the Switch didn't have a whole lot of games on it, but. Same. <laughs> I think I think it's kind of like I think it's just like most of the most of the blaster or the other blaster master. And I got the rebirth one too on Wii. I think I just don't like the game or I just don't I'm just not good at it cuz I feel like I just got lost all the time and I just couldn't figure uh. out where I was going and that's quite kind of why I fell off of it. But but yeah, no, I mean it's intriguing. You know, it's it's got a it's got a cheap price and and it, what I saw on it, it looks really cool. Like I think the yeah. the new abilities look cool and I like the idea of going to different planets and stuff like that. Like I mean Yeah. If it, I feel like anybody who liked Blaster Master or that last one are totally in, in on it, you know, totally into playing it. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I haven't decided yet if I get that or, like, some of the stuff that's on sale, like, through the indie things. But, yeah, that was, uh, that was what was dropped today. We could just go pretty quick through them. Overland, that was, like, that turn-based strategy zombie mm. game coming out in fall. Um, so
2: did anyone else notice, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm just imagining it, but... There's sort of a post-apocalyptic dystopian future theme in all these, and most of these yeah, indie games. There are that's a few. Good point. Yeah, I like the dog. I've got <laughs> it. Right? I've got underlined <laughs> in my notes, and there's like, yeah, five of them.
0: Yeah, no, actually, actually, it's funny. Including, including, including
2: one, including one where the world's been destroyed twice before, so it's double post-apocalyptic.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, I, yeah. And, <laughs> and it's it's funny. Actually, there is more than one game presented during that presentation where it's the post-apocalypse uh and you are a character that mutates through yep. radioactive yeah uh yeah well that was my i mean
0: we could skip around but that was my pick of the show was uh tim schaefer's new game rad that's what you're talking rad. about Rad from double i Fine. like Studios. when yeah
2: i like when uh tim schaefer comes up from behind just to make the pun you know because they uh uh-huh. they, they get that corny thing going where yeah the, mm-hmm. the, the host is about to make the pun. he's like no don't make the pun let them do it yeah and then he like comes from behind but i don't know if you like I was listening to it on headphones the second time around, and there's these weird liquidy sounds when <laughs> Tim Schaefer comes up. Like, yeah, <laughs> and I thought that was pretty awesome that weird. they gave him like super creepy sound effects to go with his really kind of was, creepily delivered pun.
3: What you, it was an incredibly Tim Schaefer thing to happen?
0: Yeah, I yeah. really appreciate it. What, what do you yes. guys What do you guys think of that game? I was thinking that maybe, I mean, it kind of looks like a top-down action RPG. Maybe like they don't yeah. show a whole lot of the. They don't show a whole lot of the game, even though they did show them like give birth to eggs like three times, like in the in the <laughs> video. But
3: that that was a cool moment. Uh, but I it, think it looks exactly like a Double Fine game. Sure. Uh, and and I don't mean that it like fits a specific genre because every Double Fine game is in. Incredibly different from the mm-hmm. last. They really love just being different, but it, it seems to have that exact level of like double fine jank, you know, where they take a really cool idea, they they have a really creative um, take on on a new mechanic or a new thing to do with a video game, and uh, and then the execution is like seventy two percent there, uh, and and the other. The other twenty eight percent is just weird, off putting stuff. Sure, like that's that that's how I feel. That game is probably going to be, um, just a uh, just a very creative, very unique, but not incredibly polished experience. Mm. That's the vibe I already get from Rad. Yeah,
0: I hope it's well. I mean, I like Tim Schaefer. Like, um, I think the last game that he did that I really liked was Costume Quest One.
4: Cause like, uh, yeah, that weird. Oh, that was a cool game. That like yeah, it was
0: cool. That like stacked game where it was like they were like in some communist country like with the oh, wood, yeah. with the wooden characters or whatever. That one was too weird for me. And like <laughs> and and the one with Jack Black where he was like the rock and roll guy. Root like Legend. I I, I Root, didn't I didn't. All lo-
3: Legend has I, one of the best ninety minutes of in video <laughs> games like the one of the best first 90 minutes in a video oh, game sure. yeah, i think no, I'll, but, I'll, but, yeah i'll give it but that as soon but, as yeah. as soon as things open up and the rts elements start start, like, trickling in, then it, yeah, yeah. then it just, it just goes loses downhill, its, man. Yeah, like, it loses yeah.
4: its focus and just becomes bad at that point. Yeah, no, it, yeah. Has an,
0: it has an incredible opening, like, it kind of feels, like, open-worldy, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're doing fucking tower defense shit, and I'm like, okay, right. yeah. now I don't want to play yep. this game anymore. This is basically what happened to me with that game. It was so cool game.
3: until then.
0: Yeah, and I, I, and I own it, and,
3: but, and yeah. the And the demo is basically just, like, that really cool part of the game. I play yeah. the demo, I immediately just dunk 60 whole dollars on the game because i'm yeah. like this is gonna be amazing and uh yeah. and then i yeah. got half an hour of good game beyond the demo uh, yeah
0: i kind of felt the same way and once i got to the yeah. rts stuff i was like ugh, and i just didn't didn't want to didn't want to play it anymore like I, right i know, like uh my roommate conan he played through the whole thing and just to play through the whole thing and he's like oh good now i can never play this game again <laughs>
1: i remember just they uh, did talk about making a second one Brutal Legend, yeah, real, they Brutal did, legend yeah. like they lost a lot yeah. of money with that, though, Brutal uh, Legend? Well, cause yeah, they, no, in 2017, I, I, as you were talking about it, I was like, didn't they announce the second one? Yeah. So God, I hope not. There's some articles talking about uh, Brutal Legend 2 and Jack Black coming back. Mm, yeah, right. E3 2017. Well, GameSpot says Brutal get, Legend 2 will happen eventually.
2: Jack yeah, Black right. did do a, uh, a gameplay video at, on his official YouTube channel just a couple weeks ago. He only played a little bit of it maybe for like 10 minutes but Yeah. So that might be a coincidence but still. I'm
3: yeah, assuming. like a, a brutal legend 2 was never like, you know, really announced, but Tim Schafer and Jack Black both really want to make another one. <laughs> well, cuz <'cause> I, I, <laughs> yeah. I
0: felt like what well, didn't that game like destroy Double Fine Studios pretty much like cuz they put so much money into it and then it tanked? Like that's like, that's what I heard that that was like the last cuz that was the last game that they put that much effort into. Like that was the last one I did that had like voiceover and all that shit in there, you know, like I, thought, um, I, thought, I I think I thought that I, practically bankrupt them from what I heard. Um,
3: it, it got them in trouble I think. I think they were in trouble afterwards. Um I, I I know that there was a point where they were almost bankrupt but I think actually the story goes something like they were almost bankrupt then uh then Will Wright gave Tim Schafer a bunch of money to make Psychonauts and that's what made them successful. Right. Um, yeah, but but a uh,
0: brutal legend was post Psychonauts. Yeah, yeah, PS2. it was pro
3: Psychonauts. Yeah.
0: Oh, by far. Yeah, no, I'm saying that Brutal Legend. Well, so what would have been that brought them back into it? Because Brutal Legend, I thought, was what tanked the company
3: after yeah, I, way after Yeah, that's the thing. I don't really think it tanked. I think it was even kind of a financial success. um hmm. I'm, I'm not sure about that anymore.
2: See, I remember. So I remember uh, it must have been after they were done for or whatever, Double Fine was mostly done for. But I remember seeing on Twitter years ago, uh, I don't follow them anymore, but I followed. Uh, the creator of Minecraft notch on Twitter at the time. And he was talking about, uh, Oh yeah. If Tim Schaefer wants to make psychonauts too, I'll just give him a bunch of money. Cause he, like at that time he was like kind of on top of the world and like become a billionaire for Minecraft and all this. And this is before he sold it and all that or whatever. Tim Schafer ended up like, I think that's what inspired him to do the Kickstarter for what was it? Psychonauts two. Huh? Which sure. I don't think ever happened. I think, I don't think he ever got the funding he needed because
0: he's making not it tr-
2: though. He's making it, but yeah, I think that the creator of Minecraft that had, you know, talked all this like smack about how much money he was going to give him. I don't think that ended up happening at all, but, um, that's been at least a, it's been a pretty long time. What I'm saying, this had to have been like 2011 at maybe 2012 at the most recent that I remember reading this that Tim Schafer was like, out looking for money to make games, you know, actively.
0: Yeah, apparently, uh, Notch has, like completely lost his mind from what I've seen. Yeah, I, I, I stopped following. <laughs> him. Yeah, God, oh, there's, God, there's yeah, wild the stuff coming from speak- him. He's,
2: he basically, hopped on the QAnon train. Speaking oh, of which, he's become like That's a kind of like a summary of it. He's become like
0: a sexist piece of shit now, I guess. But he's also completely yeah. lost his mind from what I've seen. But yeah, I didn't even know that uh, that was him. That I I had just seen a tweet like another guy I follow was just. Had just shown some of his tweets, and I'm like, "Wow, that guy's an idiot." But I didn't. Now you mentioned him, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's who he is." I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know the name.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here's the Cliff's Notes on Brutal Legend. Uh, Brutal Legend was initially going to be published by Activision, um, or rather, it was initially going to be published by Sierra Entertainment, and then Activision acquired Sierra Entertainment, looked at Brutal Legend, and said, "Now nah, we're not publishing that," <laughs> uh, which put. Double Fine in danger of having spent all this money on making the game and no longer being able to publish it. Mm-hmm. Then EA picked them up, sold the game through EA, the game was a financial success, and uh, and then Activision and Double Fine kept having legal issues over who actually owned Brutal Legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the, that's, that's the cliff sense.
2: Uh So that's, it's the court-based problems, not like...
0: Well, from what... Uh, according to Wikipedia... It says to the NPD, NPD group, Brutal Legend sold like 200,000 copies in that, in that first time when it was released. And that was considered a failure. Oh yeah. It, not
3: to be strong. Yeah. yeah. But
0: I think eventually um, by like, like in the next like three years or whatever, it eventually sold over a million copies. But,
5: but yeah. I just remember
0: from the Probably beginning, it, it like it. not really, yeah, not really doing that well. And I know that mm. I guess I was under my impression that they kind of lost cause they, cause they put like the amount of, uh, production value that they put into that they didn't do ever again like that was the yeah. last one that yeah. was like that like no more voice acting like no more like you know new uh 60 dollar AAA price whatever like they didn't really do that ever again because everything after that was deal was like a was pretty much like indie level downloadable stuff you know that they did since that so that's kind
3: of what what my impression was of that game but yeah gen- generally what they tend to do is like Low production values on their self-published stuff, and if you see like high production values, it's because someone else is publishing that game—Activision right. or EA or yeah, or someone else. Mm. But I, but aside from all that stuff,
0: I'm interested in Rad. Like I, th- I'd like I want I want to like Tim Schaefer again. Is what I'm
3: saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I love I, Tim I, Schafer. I, I, I really love him his at a brain point. Is amazing. And yeah. yeah. Uh, but I I think that. Um, the that he's not always the greatest at directing video game development. Sure. uh, Yeah. These days. Yeah. I,
0: I want, and I, and when I mean I want to like him, I mean I want to like his games. Like I have nothing against him personally. But no, I, I, I just, I really love Psychonauts. I loved all of his LucasArts stuff that I played. Mm -hmm. Um, and I loved, and I loved Costume Quest. And that was about it. Everything else just didn't, just didn't really say, I didn't really get into. He, stuff, he's a legend,
2: know. no matter how you look at it. Not, oh, yeah. But, but yeah, not intended. Sure. But he really is like in the in the games industry, like
3: oh, no, and even amazed. outside,
2: regarded yeah. as you know, like a cult fi- cult figure in that regard. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, one of the best personalities in the industry, I think. For mm-hmm. sure. But yeah, Broken Age was a big disappointment for me. I was really excited about it. Mm. Yeah, I, didn't, and, I, didn't. Uh, got, I was kind of let down by that game. Sure, I didn't. I didn't get to play that one. First act is is good, and then uh, and then second act isn't. Mm. Kind of like brutal legend all over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he he really knows how to start his games. You know? uh, yeah, yeah. And He's you just really get, great at that. Get in them there is the problem.
0: Get get that demo in there, and you're like, yeah. And then later, you're like, wait, what? Why, why did I pay for this? <laughs> yeah. So uh, no, I think you're. What you were saying earlier, Jeremy, there is like a lot of it. It is pretty much like all uh, post-apocalyptic, dystopian, or both. Or or both, yeah. So, so there's Overland, the turn-based strategy game with zombies. That one looked okay. Overland, yeah, yeah. I've mentioned before that I have enough turn-based strategy games in my life that I don't think I need anymore
3: until Uh, I at least finish a few of those. Um, I, I do. um, like I'm kind of burned out on post-apocalypse games. I'm kind of burned out on procedurally generated roguelikes. Yeah, something a about lot of them this, were that too. <laughs> yeah, so, so, something about this has me interested. I think it might just be the pedigree of the guy who made it. Uh, the it's the developer of Cannabalt, which I dunked
5: okay.
3: hours into. Oh, okay, I, I, I've heard of it. I've yeah. played it though. Uh, Cannabalt is is that endless runner game? Like kind of yeah, yeah. the the inventor of the endless runner that that black and white. With the guy in the in the suit and tie just uh-huh. running over the tops of buildings until he falls off. Um,
0: Actually, I might have played, and that might have been in a Humble Bundle. I think I might have got it and played it a little bit. I feel like
3: I did, got it through yeah. something. But yeah, yeah, yeah no. that that guy is just like he's. I think he's really smart about game design, and um, and the the choice based gameplay, the the fact that you can kind of make decisions and sort of alter the outcome of what's going to happen uh, i'm always a sucker for that stuff so sure yeah then that's supposed to come out in fall of this year yes so,
0: so no no full date on that um i think well john mentioned this earlier uh at the very beginning of the show uh my friend pedro the one with the uh yep. that's the one with the talking banana yeah the talking yeah. Banana, yeah
1: yeah i've been anticipating news about that game since e3 because i thought that was it looked amazing oh you
0: saw it before yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Remember, they announced it at E3 last year, um, and I didn't actually get to see it when I was at the show. But because um, Devolver Digital has their own separate thing outside of E3, and I just didn't I didn't get around right. to it because I was I was working.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But um, yeah, um, so I really I, this game looks amazing to me. I don't know this two D side scrolling action flipping all over the place, slow motion, you know, slow mo bullet time, jumping, yeah, whatever. I'm in. Yeah. See, it
2: reminded me a little bit, maybe not completely, but it it brought to mind like gameplay style of Beautiful Joe a little bit. Yeah, oh, I can see how you're of Yeah, with the slowing it's, like, down, slowing and down stuff. The time, yeah, right and then yeah, and you're doing all these like acrobatic moves and dodges right. and stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even think. Of, didn't even think of Beautiful Joe. I I might have the name wrong, but do you remember this game, John Woo's Stranglehold? Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that oh game? yeah, that yeah. Was, that was another game that tanked. <laughs> yeah, so the game just involved you like jumping around and like acrobatically shooting things. Oh yeah, yeah. kind of that vibe, you know, kind of a John Woo mm-hmm. vibe from that game. Yeah, that, from Pedro.
0: I thought that one had a similar story to Brutal Legend, where they put a whole lot of money into it and it tanked because you could beat it in like an hour and a half, <laughs> right? Or, or three hours, I think. You could sit and beat it in one sitting, basically. And right. People didn't want to pay sixty bucks for it and just mm. just run through it like one night, you know? Which I understand. Yeah. It's it's like kind of. It's that whole whole argument about, like, how much would you pay for, like, one small but great experience or whatever.
3: And people's priorities about that were way different when Stranglehold came out. I think if Stranglehold came out in 2019, it it would sell a lot better. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I am totally down for very high-quality three- to five-hour experience I'm much more down for that than I was then, like, ten 100 years hour ago.
0: RPGs, you know, yeah. <laughs>
3: like yeah, like yeah, like ten years ago, I'm like, what? This is less than eighty hours, and it's full price. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Yeah, I, I think. Way I still
2: kind of. Now. I think I still kind of think like that, to be honest. But <laughs> I'm, I'm a yeah, I'm a curmudgeon in that regard.
0: I would. I mean, I would be. I think it would be a little bummed though if I paid sixty hours for a game and I was through it in five hours. Like,
5: mm-hmm.
0: I mean it. I mean, I understand. Like, if it was like an amazing experience of five hours, then fine. But still, like. It's a lot of money for like not being able to play it more than once. You know, I'd f- I might feel.
2: A little See what let down what with was it. Portal Two? Portal Two, what you could be that in, like about ten hours, maybe I, less.
0: I, I love Portal Two. How good yeah. you
2: were. And, and that was a sixty dollars game, and I think yeah. that was worth it. So I guess is, there is, are isn't, exceptions isn't the most... to the rule.
3: Is it the most that game costs like $40? I thought it was I thought it was
0: less. You're right.
2: I, it was less. I don't think it was ever a full yeah, price th- I too. think it was yeah. 40.
0: I actually traded I traded in a game for it. I bought I bought Yakuza 4 and it was broken. Like they my CD was be- was messed up. Like it wouldn't load past chapter 2 or whatever. Ah. So I so I just traded it in for uh because I was afraid of getting uh, possibly getting another fucked up disc cuz it was a brand new disc I got from GameStop. I just traded mm-hmm. it in for uh, for portal two and just call it a day and then i got okay. it and then i got it later i think i bought i guess like
2: extra downloadable content later and stuff so
0: it did yeah and then well it also had the two player the uh co-op with the two robots that had a whole nother campaign that you could do with two players which was fun
2: yeah and i guess I, I just haven't really dropped 60 bucks on a short game in a long yeah. time but it but it also but, wasn't 60
0: it was 40 but i mean it it depends i guess stranglehold i just remember it being a big thing like just people freaking out about it or whatever but but that's yeah it was
3: uh, was, was one of those games where everyone was buzzing about it and then it came out and you didn't hear anything about it ever again mm -hmm. including (laughs) how it was yeah aside
0: from people just saying that you could just blow right through it and then it was very john woo which isn't bad but so
2: yeah that's hard-boiled right
0: yeah yeah hard-boiled the killer and i think he did one of the mission possibles too (laughs) okay but yeah my friend pedro looks looks intriguing that's uh june uh so that neo neo cab after that has a feel grid system, which I thought was kind of funny.
3: Feel I, grid, I like feel grid. I like yeah. Neo cab looks cool. Really, I'm into by that it. One.
0: Yeah, is it like uh, you just so you like talk to people it's like crazy taxi but slower it right? takes place in it <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna
2: say choose your own adventure crazy taxi yeah, right. yeah it's like it looks like a google Maps simulator to be honest
3: but it's yeah. like a dis-
2: <laughs> it's definitely a dystopian future in this regard of maybe course. not post-apocalyptic yeah. but uh there's a corporation that runs everything
3: it's it's cyberpunk yeah, yeah it is it's truly yeah it's, it's cyberpunk a cyberpunk extreme. taxi simulator uh but it it looks cool like i it's it's kind of a, a visual novel with like some some light taxi mechanics, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of yeah, dialogue yeah. options. Uh, you know the the way your conversations go with your writers can kind of change the story or change that character's arcs. Um, and, uh, and and yeah, I didn't know about the field grid system before today, but um, yeah, <laughs> I like the wordplay
0: on there, field grid.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no yeah. It's,
0: it, it kind of it actually kind of reminded me of that weird uh, of that indie I got that when I got the free review of it. Do you remember what that was called Jeremy? I did a did a oh, video of it. Was it
2: was Road to Something, right?
0: Yeah, or it was like Roads what
3: of Tradition? No. No, no, name. that's a movie. <laughs>
2: that's a movie.
3: No, it was I like a, you're, I know what game you're talking about. It was though. like a Spanish like, It
2: takes place in Italy like in like yes. the 60s or something.
0: Yeah, it's like Roads of oh, oh, yeah. Fuck. I had I had the song, uh, anyway, I, I did a review of it. It was a long time ago. I can't remember the the name of the, the name of the game, which sucks, but, but, uh, no, it, it kind of had the same thing where like you had, there were like 30 different endings and it was all about like how you, what you choose to say to the, to the people who are in your car that you're driving from one place to another. And there's also mm-hmm. like a weird conspiracy in there and UFOs. And it was actually really cool. <laughs> like if you wanted to play like a weird ass, weird ass game, you know, it was, uh. I enjoyed it for that, but it's kind of like that, except like more like more
4: like uh, artsy, I guess, you know, so the vibe reminded I got... me a lot of Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say the vibe I got was almost like papers, please, you know, kind of a similar oh, right. like you have the dystopian setting. You're kind of dealing with these various people. The way that you deal with them determines how the game progresses. So it's like papers, please. But you're driving a taxi. Uh, oh. I guess that was kind of my takeaway there.
2: I got this game. Once again, through a, uh, I think it was through a humble bundle. It's, and I, I had to look up the title because I couldn't remember it, but I actually played it for a while. It's called VA 11 Hall A. Yeah, The Valhalla. Cyberpunk Bartender. Oh, Valhalla. Oh, there you go. Did you not? No, I just got that. I just got that. <laughs> but it's a cyberpunk bartending action game. And, and that's what this kind of reminded me of as far as like the conversations and like the way the people look and stuff. And right. kind of like because in that you're a bartender at and like you've had this cast of characters that come in like around the same time every day. And sometimes they bring friends in with them or like love interests or whatever. And you just make them drinks and you got to learn like what their drink orders are ahead of time. And like wow. yeah, like you yeah. befriend them in that way by giving them the right drinks and stuff. And mm. it's like I wonder if it's kind of like that with its, as far as like the cab thing goes. Like if you're like, oh, yeah. So how is your dog you were talking about yesterday or if it's <laughs> something like that? where. Yeah. You, you keep the conversation
3: is, uh, going. game Trey was talking about is Wheels of Aurelia. Yeah, I just found it. Yeah, Wheels, mm-hmm. Wheels yeah, of yeah, Aurelia. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel bad I couldn't remember it It's been a long time since I played it. But yeah, Wheels of Aurelia does the same thing where like it's – well, I don't know how similar it is to Neocab. But yeah, you, the people – you drive people around in your car and, and there's conversations that go different ways and there's different okay. endings that you can do. I, I think I beat it like four or five times with different stuff. You can unlock wow, things. that's and cool. It was fun. Okay. Yeah. I give I think I gave it a thumbs up in my, in my review if you wanted cuz it was only like 10 bucks I think. Huh. But uh yeah. Yeah, Neo
3: definitely has higher production values than Wheels of Honor. Oh, though, for sure.
0: But... Yeah, no. It's oh, yeah. it's very much more like comic booky and 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 art and art driven and all that, which I'm into. Yeah. So, the so, yeah, Neo Cab looks cool. That's supposed to come out uh uh summer. summer. Um, was it the Red Lantern, the dog one? I was kind of interested in that one. It's like a roguelike yeah. that has motion controls. I kind of like this one because it's
2: not post-apocalyptic or dystopian. No, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> what about the dog one? I have an yeah. emotional dog race. That's yeah. Of
0: scripts, yeah. yeah, that one looked, looked kind of fun. I like the idea of... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the actual gameplay is on it, but I think it looks really nice. Right. Like the, it doesn't like really I think show the, much. The graphics. Yeah, okay. I've never
1: heard of a dog sled game before. Just on that alone, I thought. Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah. Which
2: is surprising when you think about it, because it's a pretty popular. Like the the dog sled races are pretty popular. Mm-hmm.
3: The guy did a ride, ride yeah, I did ride, Yeah. I I actually have played a dog sled racing game before. Okay. It was at a convention. It was sprite based and it was side scrolling. And the main mechanic was you like throwing a bone at your dogs like from your sled to like make them go faster uh, feels much less immersive and realistic than than (laughs) what this is trying to be yeah yes yeah
0: and it was like the it was narrated by the dog i guess is that who was talking in this no
3: no it's it's narrated by the
0: by the musher
3: uh, ashley birch okay
0: yeah no i thought that one looked interesting to me I'm, i'm intrigued by that that's supposed to come out later this year and there is a part of the trailer where it too. looks like
2: one of the dogs gets killed, which made me feel uneasy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, right. Well, I think a dog dies in the uh, in the zombie one, too, in, in Overland at the very beginning. Oh, right. Because they talk about like how you shouldn't let the dog die, but then the dog can die. What, They're making up for killing like. the dogs in Wargroove.
2: Yeah, Wargroove. <laughs> war yeah, war
0: yeah, so that one, that <laughs> one looks interesting. Uh, what was That comes out later this year. Um, what's after that? Darkwood? Do you remember what that one was? I know
3: that had. Oh crafty. yeah, that, that was Slow, like
2: slow-paced survival horror. So it was like a lot of games scare me in their... Right. Know, kind of implying there's no jump scares and mm. sort of selling it based on that.
4: Right. But it's it a, just kind yeah. of like a mood piece. It's another yeah. like uh,
0: procedurally generated. Also, I wrote that down. Comes out in May. There's crafting. It may in not be it, of course. post-apocalyptic,
2: yeah. but it's yeah. It takes place in the Soviet bloc.
0: But it still so. kind of is. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's kind of dystopian already yeah
0: that one yeah. that one was like a maybe for me i'll have to see more about it uh see we were talking about this earlier but uh katana zero uh sean you were saying that you'd uh oh hell yeah you've been looking for I that am. one for a long time yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, i'm uh i'm really looking forward to this game i've actually been looking forward to it ever since they released like the debut trailer which was years ago at this point oh um, yeah yeah very long development time but yeah i just uh I really love all of the music that's been featured so far. It's this very kind of, like, moody, you know, kind of vintage vintage synth style that I appreciate. Um, and I just also, um, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of games where the major plot points are, like, you know, kind of uh, vast, mysterious conspiracies and things like that. So, uh, I think probably because I was raised on Metal Gear Solid, you know, sure, yeah. I always get into stuff like that. And so... This looks like it has kind of a similar ideological bent to it, but then you also have like cool bullet time action and samurai, and yeah, there's just a lot that I like going on in the game, so I'm definitely looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, there were like a lot of weird quirks to it. Like, I guess you yeah. you go to see a, a, psych, a psychiatrist or something, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah, awesome. Like, tell them about what your yeah, what mm-hmm. your night was like before, and you can. Rewind like all the way to the beginning of the mission if you mess something up or whatever. Like all the <laughs> extra stuff in there seemed really intriguing to me. And yeah, I think it looks great too. The movement looks cool. It kind yeah. of reminded me a little bit of like what was that other game? It was like a really, it was a really early Switch game. Uh, the one where the guy could like bamp through walls.
5: Mr. Remember
0: Shifty. That? Mr. Shifty. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, oh, kind of okay. reminded me of Mr. Shifty because Mr. Shifty was all just like. Was all just breaking into places and like getting from one point to another without getting killed, but a bunch of people coming after you. You know, like it reminded, like the tone of it reminded me of that. Obviously, Mister Shifty was top down and different, but, right? I can see it, but yeah, it's it reminded me of that, just of the whole like fighting through a whole bunch of people to try to get into like some, you know, some like boarded up place, you know, where you have to kill guy after yeah. guy and get through doors and blah blah. Because that was mostly it was all like infiltration. What's that game? But yeah, mm-hmm. no, that that's coming out the same day as uh, Cuphead and yep. for like 30, oh, okay. like 13 bucks also less so i mm. i mean for 418 it'll be a big day i guess uh yeah, I think is not. that like or oh, so what is
2: it is it the 19th or the 21st that the uh the labo comes out oh, I know I it was I one I, day different I, oh, yeah <laughs>
0: i don't I, I don't know i'm not getting that <laughs> <So> i'm
2: <don't, laughs> <I laughs> I mean, just saying it's a bit, it's it's going to be a busy big
0: month Well, oh, it's going to be a big month repair. because I well i mean Mortal Kombat comes out on the twenty third, and I'm getting that yeah, one for sure. Mortal Kombat Eleven. Yeah. Yes. I'm a big fan, so and, oh, and even so though excited. even though all their unveils like we haven't been talking about their unveils because there's not really like the new characters because 'cause they're not really anybody new yet. Mm-hmm. Aside I from love like, how
3: Jackie Briggs looks in this one. Yeah. But I mean, like yeah, Jack- I just showed her trailer today. Yeah. Yeah. But like Kotal mm-hmm.
0: Kotal Khan, Jackie Briggs, they were all in Mortal Kombat ten. I think there's yeah. a couple yeah. there's that guy who can move the earth like he's new, and then there's that other well, I guess she, I guess uh, Scarlet isn't new
4: because she was DLC for ten, but,
0: but she's nine, yeah. she's yeah.
4: basically a new character though in the sense that they've really just reimagined her from the ground up. Sure, yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to testing her out when the game comes yeah. out. I think she looks great, yeah.
0: but it's yeah, it's going to be a big week because uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat's like right like right around then, so. And Mm -hmm. I'm I'm getting it. I I don't really care. Like, i am kind of, you know, it's like when you see, like, one trailer of a movie and you want to see it and you just don't want to see any more of the movie until you see the movie. That's kind of how I feel. I'm just, I'm like, I'm going to get it. I don't need to see anything Mm -hmm. more. I'll figure it out when I play it. You know, that's kind of how I am on Mortal Kombat.
4: I'm right. going to be competing in Mortal Kombat 11 at Combo Breaker, which is a big fighting game tournament that happens annually in Illinois. Oh wow! So I kind of yeah. have to drink in all this information oh, <laughs> sure, if yeah, I sure. want to succeed. You know, do, do they have? Do they still have
0: um, Killer Instinct there? Because that, that's the Killer They do. Yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, Killer Instinct gets a, gets a lot of love at yeah. Combo Breaker. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would the, hope so.
3: The, the the new Killer Instinct, the, yeah, the yeah.
0: Xbox Killer Instinct. Yeah. Right, right. I never mean, played yeah. that one. Yeah, we'll have to. I don't know when that is. Like, if I'm available, I'll come. I'll come uh, back Memorial Day, Memorial Day, yeah, weekend.
4: Memorial Day weekend, yeah. and it's in St. Charles, Illinois. Oh wow! Uh, oh yeah.
2: yeah, that's actually yeah. closer to where I live.
4: <laughs> oh nice! Yeah. Well, if you feel like stopping by, it's a great time. You can meet a lot of very talented <laughs> fighting game players and play lots of cool games. Yeah, I might, yeah. I might check it out.
3: Okay. I don't
2: feel embarrassed about my own fighting skills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> along can, with
3: Daniel and I. Yeah, you can hang with us. We suck. <laughs> yeah. So uh, moving
0: on from the Katana Zero, we already talked about Rad a bunch. Uh, Tim Schafer's game that's coming out. In the I summer. heard it was Rad. It just reminds me. <laughs> it, it reminds me of that. Uh, it reminds me of that '80s movie Rad. You guys remember that movie yeah, yeah. with the bikers? Yeah, it's just called Rad. But uh, yeah, that I mean, we talked about that game, Creature in the Well. Like that's like a pinball game where you're like oh, the yeah, flipper, yeah. I guess,
4: and you walk around
0: and knock the ball back and forth. I'm, pinball
1: I'm in- Quest is back, baby. No. I'm very interested.
2: Very
4: interested. I, told I was more intrigued by this than I thought I would be. Uh it looks very cool.
0: Well, I mean, I absolutely adored Yoku's Island Express. So I mean if it's anything like that, then I'm in. And plus the art style reminds me a lot of like uh the old grasshopper games, like uh No More Heroes, like that, like the way the characters okay. are made. It reminds get, me of that like old that. That. that old like uh cell shaded art style. So I'm like, yeah, I'm into that.
2: I also like that instead of taking place in the you know, post apocalyptic future or dystopian future, <laughs> it's in the desert. Oh, there you go. It's still about the same, though. It's but you're in not a well. So, but you're but you're in a well, so you know at least you're out of the dry air. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So creature in the well. Um, I'm I'm intrigued by that one. Do any of you guys remember what Blood Roots was? All I did was write. All I wrote down was a summer release for that one. It's basically yeah. It's like another <laughs> like
2: overhead brawler. It kind of looks like. A, I don't know if it's fully 3D over the top or if it's like isometric, but you basically can use like it looks like you use everything in the environment to propel yourself forward and continue like oh, yeah. combo based yeah, bra- right. combo based brawling. So like you can like yeah you beat somebody up and then you hop on a a wheelbarrow and ride somewhere uh, and, oh, yeah, yeah. and catch something else mm-hmm. and So it looks fun. I mean if if it's co- combo based that could be kind of cool like environmental <laughs> yeah. combos based on like your attack pattern but I don't know. We'll see. The yeah.
0: I, actually the one the one after that was one that I was pretty intrigued but Pine where you get to yeah. you get to solve the mm-hmm. mystery between the Battle of the Croc Men and the Moose Men.
2: I'd say there's... <laughs> the it's well, <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah,
0: well, but it's like an open-world 3D... It's like an open-world uh, third-person
3: action game. So, I haven't I mean, seen a
2: moose head like that since no. Animal Crossing, though, really. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's... Yeah. I, I am a little intrigued by it. One thing I thought was interesting is like the trailer showed the protagonist with like a couple of like dear friends, right? Like it showed uh-huh. yeah. it showed dear him with friends. like yeah, it showed him with some some uh, some animal friends. But then it never in the gameplay it never shows you befriend any of the animals, and it's like that yeah, that right. was the most exciting part to me. Show me befriending <laughs> animals and having them join uh-huh. my team, you know?
0: Yeah, that that it it kind of maybe had sort of a brutal legend to it, where like the the intro movie looked the best out of everything but <laughs> i'm still yeah. intrigued by it i mean a third person third person open world action game is a uh, i like those type of thing you know like uh mm-hmm. i don't know we'll we'll see i mean it's like i said i'm intrigued it's it's not coming out till august so i'm sure we'll learn more as it goes yeah. yeah
1: i did get the sense that maybe it was promising more than it could deliver i mean this is a Nindy's direct right uh, i mean yeah there were it, it looked like it was going for Sort of a Breath of the Wild
2: uh-huh.
1: vibe or style, whatever. Yeah, um, we'll but it's not gonna. Up. Yeah, I, I guarantee was, it's
0: not gonna bring us Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I mean, right. there was some but, jank but, there. Yeah.
4: Like uh, that was the that was my primary takeaway. It Was like, mm, I don't. know They might be. This might be a little bit too big for for their britches. You know, like they uh-huh. might be getting biting off more than they could chew with this project. But mm. yeah, I'll uh, I'll look forward to more information about Pine as it is released. Yeah. Yeah. And Same,
2: it, yeah. You know, with a name like Pine, you know, it, it is intriguing. <laughs> what does that mean? Are, are there tree headed people? I hope so. That'd be great. It can't be just the moose heads.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of what is that? There was one that just came out that's like that. It's called like Walking or something like that, and you, uh, it's like third. It's like a it's like a first person uh, exploration something, but you but you throw magic stuff. I don't remember what it was. I I, I was intrigued for it by it. For like a second, it came out a couple weeks ago, but <laughs> it looks similar to Pine, except you're except you're in, in a FPS or in first person mode. So after Pine, there was a there was a whole bunch of weird arcade. The Lambier arcade, which I think is uh-huh. funny. like like Bill Lambier, Bill like Lambier,
2: Lambeer? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cool.
3: Lambier uh, arcade. So Lambier yeah. is a developer that is very interesting to me uh, because they make all these. Smaller games that seem to be very critically acclaimed. Uh, they made the game ridiculous fishing for phones, which is just this, this, uh, this really it's just, very ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's like a much more chaotic and faster paced fishing game than you can ever imagine. Like the the hook goes down and just all this wacky shit happens. Basically, uh, they have a couple games that have been um, really critically acclaimed: Super Crate Box and Nuclear Throne. And both of those games launched for the Switch. Uh, Nuclear Throne hit the Switch today. Yeah, that was the other one that dropped today. Was okay. Nuclear Throne? Yeah, and Super Crate Box is coming out next month. I, I've seen a lot of people that this is really good news for. Like, there's something that's really satisfying about playing those games uh, that are that's hard to be translated through through visuals. You know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. For sure. Um, yeah, I was kind
0: of this one. I was kind of like, eh. I'm like, I'll see. I guess I'll wait till... I mean, well, the Nuclear Throne is out now. I just wasn't really intrigued by it. It just wasn't really my thing. It kind of reminded me of kind of like uh, Enter the Gungeon, which I bought and only played uh-huh. a little bit of. But... Mm. And there's... Uh, Ultra Bugs is kind of like that, too. Like, that was another one. that was. Oh, yeah, that was pretty
2: like post-apocalyptic. So... <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> that... He does say that specifically. Yeah, yeah the, the thing I like about Ultra Bugs is that uh, they mentioned that that's part of Lambier Arcade, uh, and it's going to be... Vlambeer Arcade is like this compilation. They're yeah, making yeah. a bunch of smaller games that they're going to reveal throughout the year before they release it yeah. later this year. Uh, so, like, Ultra Bugs by itself, not super interested in it, but if it's one of a bunch of, like, smaller games that are all made for the Switch, right. uh, that, yeah. that's what I'm intrigued by. Sure. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I think Vlambeer has has the chops to to make some really uh really fun really wild games so I I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what else they announced for this collection mm-hmm. even if ultra bugs itself didn't do it for me sure
0: yeah I mean it, it'll be is is a uh, but nuclear throne isn't part of the collection right because it was released already today
3: no yes standalone game 13 bucks okay
0: yeah I, it's just kind of it just wasn't really on my radar it's like there was too much too much other stuff going on especially with the sales and stuff but and, you know, well people talk about it more. Who knows? Um, and then here's the one that I. This one was kind of funny when they introduced it. They're like, they're like, do you like shooting games? But do you like shooting games in water?
5: <laughs> <laughs> swim, swim, sanity. They
0: didn't say it that way, but that's kind of what I thought. Yeah. It, was, it pretty much. <laughs> it's <laughs> like you know what's yeah. never happened? A shooting game in water. I'm, I'm like, what? I'm like, what about Captain America and the Avengers? Man, they were underwater in that, and they totally shot people. I don't know. Let's what say. What about, about
2: the last level of Super Mario Land? Yeah, yeah,
0: right. <laughs> yeah, no, there, yeah. there was some underwater shooting stuff in there. too. <laughs> it was just kind of like, yeah, yeah just awesome the way nice. they presented it. I'm like, uh, okay. How do you guys feel about Swim Sanity? Is that is
1: it that looks your... cheap to me? I don't know. Yeah, I think it looks like a like a mobile game visually.
0: Well, I mean, cool. I, a lot of them kind of look like mobile games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, but I mean, this one even more so. I think it's like it looks like a, a, a flash game, like a pretty well done flash <laughs> game, mind you. Um. Yeah. I,
3: like, I don't think. Uh, oh, keep on. Sorry.
1: Uh, I I got the the sense from like the lettering and you know like it's like cartoony, zany. Look at me, but still probably some like stock um, text file. Something they didn't create themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the kind of vibe that I got from it. It's like
3: I don't know. I'm not excited about it. I, I don't think Swim Sanity looked bad, but I do think it was kind of an unremarkable game.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, the
3: fact that it's yeah. underwater was kind of its main hook, and I can actually, I can barely remember that part of the presentation, if I'm being <laughs> perfectly honest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it was just kind of one of those
0: things that I'm like, okay, pass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I said, it's not, I mean, a lot of these are kind of in the future, and, and what we've learned from, yeah. from other Nindy directs is sometimes they don't come out until two years later, so... Talk, talking <laughs> to you or Wargroove. Maybe not even from yeah. the console. <laughs> or right. like well or like Wargroove or like um what was that other game that I played like two seconds of. Uh
1: speaking of which I kinda wanna want to mention this is on topic. Um where's Killer Queen Black? <laughs>
3: right.
1: I yeah. mean I everything mean, disappeared, thing. You yeah.
3: Mean, I saw you made that remark. Um I was uh I was at Day of the Devs um last year in uh, in California. I went to California to go Check out a bunch of indie games. Killer Queen Black was there, and it's still in development for the Switch, but they haven't really said much since then, mm. right? Because I think uh, I
1: think it was around the time they were talking about the Lambier Arcade. That's what sort of raised the flag for me. I was like, "Oh, Killer Queen Black is totally going to be the one that closes this uh, yeah. in Indies uh, direct." Mm-mm. Yeah, and, and it just wasn't there. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. I was expecting a Slay the Spire shadow drop uh because uh, yeah. they've been talking about slay the spire coming to the switch for a little while it's like oh cool they'll they'll say slay the spires out like at the end of this direct mm. and it never arrived i thought that well i
0: thought that um that castle crashers was going to be in here and drop today too because it had already been rumored or, or already been announced so who knows you know yeah but yeah it, it was mostly i mean all of it to me it was all like new stuff i guess i guess the um was it the... We already talked about Blaster Master Zero, uh, Zero Two. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. Um, all that's really left is uh, Stranger Things 3, the game that had been mentioned already in the VGA in the Video Game Awards. Yes. Right. But now we get an actual date for it. It's coming out on the 4th, which is the same day that Stranger mm-hmm. Things Season 3 is dropping. And 12 mm-hmm. playable characters. That's pretty cool. I don't even think I know 12 characters from the show, but hey. I do I play as all like,
1: Yeah. I <laughs> only know 11. Um, oh! <laughs>
5: wow yeah
0: we're <laughs> that was great
1: that was nice uh,
0: nice jinx wow there uh yeah uh yeah what do you guys i mean i'll, I'll probably get it i guess uh i'll probably you know it's uh it looks we'll interesting see. i don't know it only
2: showed i kind playing... i kind of wanted to to say at the top of the show like netflix is finally coming to the switch but oh yeah yeah <laughs> kind of i didn't say that because i just i just felt like that was baiting the baiting our audience what if, uh, what if well they... we're getting uh a spoil- I guess it won't be spoiler-ridden, rather, if you watch the show before you play the game. It's the same day.
0: It's yeah, same day. I was wondering, like, how... Because I was thinking about it. I was-, I was like, what if I get this and we watch the show? Like, Jess and I watch this and and the... Play this and, and do, watch the show. It's like, do we watch, like, one episode and then play, like, an hour of the game and then, like, watch another episode kind of, and then play an hour kind of the of game of. and see how different it is or whatever? I don't know. Yeah. At least, yeah, it won't be, like, back in the day. Like, I don't know if you guys remember. What was it? Uh, like, the Star Wars Episode Three game on PlayStation 2 that had, like, the whole movie in it and the movie wasn't out yet. <laughs> They did the same thing with like oh, wow. Lego with like Lego Star Wars like it had the whole story of episode 3 in there. Uh-huh. And it released like a like a month before the movie did. So it's like oh, my God. <laughs> wow. And the PlayStation 2 one had like straight up movie scenes like pulled directly from the movie as the cutscenes. Like there wasn't like any like you know any like 3D polygon. It was just stuff from the movie. So it's like, "Oh okay. All right. Well, I remember like, that era of I'm licensed like, gaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm <laughs> glad I didn't get it before the movie or whatever. But 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 yeah it's a uh, I don't know um yeah I mean I'm I'm interested in it what if it what if you're right though Jeremy what if they did some sort of package deal and they dropped uh, Netflix also on the 4th with the Stranger Things 3 sure. game you know
2: Well be a good day for America's birthday
0: Though for the 4th of July yeah yeah Finally watch
2: Netflix on everything I own except for everything but one item
0: Well you can't yeah. watch. I mean you can't watch it on like Wii anymore though right cuz they discontinued it oh, oh yeah you're I, right about that yeah, yeah, can't yeah. watch hulu on wii u either which sucks i was upset about that
2: but i can watch it on my 3ds <laughs>
0: you can if you want to watch uh yeah i watched netflix on 3ds it doesn't look great
2: yeah, some I, older I watched, shows are uh, fine
0: yeah uh, avatar was uh was fun to watch on the toilet i watched like a, Last airbender what was it i watched like saturday night live on there I guess huh. on my N3D I, I I don't know why they didn't ever put that 3D effect in there for that stuff. Come on, I Come on guys! Know. I know that was what they I were was, really uh, selling it as.
2: I was uh like charging my phone or something, and I watched Next Generation on it for a little while, and I was mm-hmm. like, you know, it looks great for these early 90s shows. For these uh, non HD shows, had horrible resolution already.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah, at least yeah, at least it's not like the Lucas version of it. So so that was like supposed to be the end of it, but then they had a nice little like and one last thing in there. The which which all of a sudden music started playing. I don't know anything about Necro Dancer. Maybe you guys do, but oh, I do was I. W- but I was watching it, and all of a sudden I was like, wait, this. I was like, this is Zelda music. There's Zelda uh-huh. music in there. So, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, did they? Did they steal it? And I'm like, no. Well, obviously they didn't. This this is a Nintendo <laughs> thing, but and then all of a sudden, like Link and Zelda showed up, and they're in there, and there's like bosses from A Link to the Past. And I don't know anything about this game, but I'm super intrigued by it. I mean, it looks fun. I don't know. I like rhythm yeah. games. I mean, if it's like a rhythm
4: fighting, whatever, rhythm yeah. rogue like is essentially what it is, where yes. you you are trying to kind of move in time with the music as you're making your sort of typical strategic rogue like decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very cool high concept, so I'm definitely excited
1: about this coming out for it as well.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it totally mm-hmm. makes
1: sense. I mean, Zelda being such a music-based series, um, yeah. It, I, I got really it, right?
0: To, until Breath of the Wild. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> until Breath of the Wild came out, then they kind of axed. The... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when well, we had... Yeah. Then, yeah, true. Then they're like, no more music. Well, some fighting, fighting music, that's about it. And town, yeah, and when, town when, music. When you
3: fight a golem, the trumpets the right. will be like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, like no. You I... can have music, but it's bad. It's,
0: <laughs> <life>. <laughs> it's a very, yeah. It's a very weird crossover game, but I, yeah. I mean, I'm interested in it, but that's it. Yeah. That's our that's our Indies Direct. There, uh, I think we talked mostly about stuff that were ones that we're really
3: into, right? I mean, we is this the another... first
2: time they've thrown a first party Nintendo at an indie though?
3: You know, I want to say yeah. I so um, that's pretty interesting. Well, wasn't yeah, a, no. That's... Well, they did.
0: What about like Super Mario and like uh, Scribblenauts? Like, would that would that count?
2: Was he in Scribblenauts?
0: Yeah, we just talked about that. Like, oh, a, yeah, was We're, Scribblenauts
2: what, ever considered an indie game though?
1: I thought it uh, was an indie game. Mar- um, but this is like a whole new. Yeah, like, this is this like this they're giving Zelda, Zelda to. That's yeah. Mar- like, not just an appearance of a character, right? I mean, Mario Scribble
3: Scribblenauts was when Scribblenauts was owned by WB Games, and WB right. Games, it's not indie. Oh, okay. um, yeah, Crypt of the Necro, like, yeah, Crypt of the Necrodancer with Zelda characters, that's that's unprecedented, that's really wild. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. like even, even the level of collaboration that Shovel Knight has had with Nintendo, like, Shovel Knight getting Amiibo, that's that's really crazy, yeah. but you still don't see a Nintendo character in a Shovel Knight game. Yeah. And you know that Yacht Club Games has asked, you know that they've asked to do that, But sure. it just hasn't happened. Well, and they even, I mean, they had to make that Amiibo themselves.
0: Like that, 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 uh, shovel knife one, they, they had to, they had actually had to do it on their own. They're like, you can make one, but you got to go do it on your own, you know? So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's weird, but hey, you know, I get indies are selling really, really well on Switch. We've mentioned this before that, like, most of them, most of them now are only releasing on Switch and, uh, and Steam, like, yeah, to start off with, you know, just because they know that it's going to sell on Switch. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of a no brainer that eventually somebody gets through. It's like, hey, can I, can I use these, you know, can we use some stuff and why not? Nintendo seems to be a little bit so more. That, that makes the now. dream.
2: just a little bit closer. Yeah. Like the layman collaborating with Nintendo, so to speak. Yeah. They've been I, so protective of their franchises and we've seen them sort of met it out over time. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they probably started before this, but I, the first big one I remember was the, in soul caliber, which wasn't an indie game, but yeah. you know, Soul two, like, yeah. I think it was on to yeah. GameCube, yeah, And, I, uh, And then after that, you know, like there's been like the Hyrule Warriors games and there's been other shit too, but like an indie studio being given Zelda, Mm. like that's crazy.
3: Yeah. I almost get the vibe that Nintendo is the one who came to them on this, you know, Mm. like Mm -hmm. then Nintendo, uh, really has been really big on making sure their IPs, their big IPs get a certain amount of releases every year. And, uh, and they've realized that in order to make that happen, they have to collaborate with other parties, you yeah, know. Yeah. And they've been mostly doing this with bigger third parties, stuff like Tecmo Koei doing Hyrule Warriors and mm-hmm. Fire Emblem Warriors and stuff. Yeah. But but the timing of this Zelda game, right? Like the fact that we haven't had a brand new Zelda game in a couple of years now since Breath of the Wild and Link's Awakening is happening, but that's a remake. Mm. I can see them going, okay, we need to figure out a way to use our Zelda IP in a new way in 2019. What if we get an indie dev to do it? I can absolutely see that conversation being a thing.
0: Well, I I really hope if that's the case, I really hope that that's gonna lead to an indie dev doing a Metroid game since there's a million oh, met- yeah. indie dev metroidvania's out there. Like I come on, <sighs> come on guys. Oh, get it, get oh it going.
3: shit. A Metroid game by the Hollow Knight team.
4: Yeah, or, or or like
0: maybe or like people say like Yacht Club or I don't know. I honestly I don't I don't love Hollow Knight. I I don't think I played it enough to, to love it, but <laughs> but
3: if they maybe the metroid yeah. one i own it but i i'm in
2: the same boat
3: yeah huh i i thought that um it's just a almost a master class in metroidvania game design um sort of it, it yeah it, it took it it took me a while to really love it but i did i uh, i respect the hell out of that game at the very
0: least um i just i hope they fix like all their map mechanics like that kind of annoyed me that you have to like go and buy things that'll show you where the where the save is and like all huh. that all that other shit but it doesn't actually show you where you on the ma- are on the map and all that and you have to find the dude in each part of it to like give you a map and then you also have to get all that other- i don't know i feel like that's kind of not really i mean S- supermetry never did any of that <laughs> is what i'm saying and uh mm. I, that was kind of that kind of bothered me at
3: the beginning. I feel it's a gameplay well.
2: mechanic that some people really like, but I, personally, I'm not into it as well. Like, I'm
3: yeah, I, I actually kind of, I kind of enjoyed that. I, it helps, like, it, I, it helped the exploration aspect of the game for me. It really, it really encouraged me to explore the area and feel like I was exploring the area. Um, but I, I can definitely see why some people would not be into that. Yeah, I see where you're coming from there. Sure, but I mean, if they had a Metroid thing,
0: maybe they'd do it
5: different.
3: I don't know. Yeah,
0: but uh, yeah, we've we've gone we've gone pretty long here, so I think we should uh, <laughs> I think we should wrap it up. But I mean, this this seems to happen a lot with us. Like every time we get a guest, some other shit happens too, so we have to have. So we have a guest and like a major event, like a direct or whatever. So right. I figured we I figured we'd go about this long. But thanks for hanging out with us as long as you did. Okay. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so yes. much for
3: having us. Yeah. it's been really fun to talk about non Smash stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, really yeah, yeah. We, yeah.
0: We barely talked about Smash at all. But uh, <laughs> where where can so where can people find you online you know, for uh, Smashing Theory?
3: Uh, so you can follow us on Twitter at a Smashing Theory. We are our podcast, A Smashing Theory, is on every podcast streaming service you can think of it's on it's on itunes it's on google play it's on spotify it's on stitcher um yeah where wherever you listen to podcasts we are there and uh and if if you listen to our stuff and you think it'd be fun to support us we have a patreon patreon.com slash boop group uh, and we do stuff like an exclusive podcast on there, as well as bonus content, behind the scenes stuff. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. And, and you can get a you can get the live show that you guys did there as well. Yeah,
4: that's true. yeah. That's yes. some bonus content as we yeah. that early on there, and yeah, early
3: access to our live show if if you. If you wait a week, we'll put it up publicly too. But you don't want to wait. Yeah. Why, why would you wait for that? Get in there. Listen to us talk about
0: Walmart. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah We yeah. did on that
0: show. Walmart was one of my favorite parts. That was a, that <laughs> was a great. <laughs> it, was, it was a great. It was a great analogy for what was happening in that in that movie. I mean, I yeah. How long do you stay in Walmart for? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, definitely check out the Patreon. And if you and you're interested in hearing our live show. It's, it will also be on our Patreon. As I'm saying this right now, you can check it out at patreon.com slash Main Podcast. Yeah. Uh, you can also find us at, you know, Nintendo main Podcast, Search any of the uh, – same thing as uh, Smashing Theory. Any any of the uh, podcast apps, you can find them all on there. Um, YouTube.com slash nintendomainpodcast. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Podcast. Twitter is uh, nintendo underscore domain. And Jeremy is uh, jmaxstack. Do you guys have a Smashing Theory Twitter? You do, right?
3: Yeah, uh, Twitter, um, Twitter.com slash, yeah, a Smashing Theory. Um, we also have uh, personal Twitters. I'm ThorezZ. Yes,
4: and I am ReChief. Uh, I just need to re- remind myself whether or not I have an underscore in there right now. I and do. Re yeah, underscore yeah. Chief. Yeah, that's where you could find me on Twitter. Yeah. Okay.
0: Cool. And I'll I'll uh, tag you guys when I post this on Twitter as well, so right. so you find that. If Excellent. You need to see it. And uh, yeah, that's been our episode 163, and uh-huh. uh, we are your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson.
2: I'm Jeremy Mikowski.
0: John Nitter. And our special guests Daniel Thorison. and Sean Francis. Cool. And thanks again for for uh, hanging out with us, you guys. Thank uh you. We definitely you know Thank we'd you. like to hang have you on again, of course, in the future to talk about. More predictions and stuff like that. Maybe around E3, we'll, we'll talk about talk or something like that. But we uh, cool. love that. But yeah, yeah sounds yeah, good. It's been it's been a lot of fun. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll uh, see you next week.
2: See you.